Hello, hello, and welcome. Hopefully Mike can hear me. Still learning how to work this, so and I do need to clean my phone up. Well, hello, are are we we are live and fifteen seconds. So yes. we got uh, we got Leo coming in here in a minute. He is, um, this thing was buffering really bad earlier. Um, you can hear me, right? What's that? You can hear me. You can see. Oh, me. you're buffering. That signal. Yeah, I can hear you and see you. All right, because uh, my earphones, I worry about the microphone and that sort of shit. So Just trying to change the layout real quick. No Sorry, guys, bear with us. This is a new program, so learning how to work it. Yeah, it's uh, what you're you're doing on this on. Um, what was it? Melon app uh, is what you're using. All right, so uh, we're getting this down and we're working on it. The where Melon app, yeah. Where are you at? You still in California? We got it. I think we're good. Cool. Hold on. Let me go. Let me go inside. Let's go inside because it's. it's a grab it. It's a little uh, windy right now. The afternoon winds. It's even better for you. Oh yeah, there's still wind, but I'll close the door here in a minute. If you're watching, man, go to the first link that I sent you. There you go. That's, yeah. That one will still work. I just, it's a different way. You do it a different way than you do StreamYard, so I'm learning <laughs> without panicking. No worries. Um, he's on there. He's just, I'm going to uh, restream it to him. So, anyway, how's everybody doing? How was your week, Mike? Not buffering. Um, sorry, message in the chat to Leo so he can uh, get the link and, and be on here with us. Uh, last week he wasn't, and it was uh, odd and different. Um, however, we got things done, and we were talking about things. All all the links and all the videos that you sent me uh, on hydroponics and everything else, fucking awesome site. Thank you very much. So much information uh, that you. You're welcome, man. I knew you'd like uh, it. It's but it's so much information that I got to take in. It's like learning an entirely new yeah. uh, reality. And but yeah, I'm going to be doing that exactly. Instead of the pool, I was going to put a swimming pool in here because that was my materialistic mindset 20 years ago. Whenever I built this place, that's why everybody calls it Mike's grass. It's not grass. I'm just reserving the space for my fucking pool. Um, but the pool never came. Um, so now I'm going to use grass for yeah. hydroponics. Um, and yeah. so <laughs> learning, growing, and expanding projects. And um, first of all, shout out to eucalyptus oil nice. and uh, to the people in 
uh, the Earth Day chat, uh, all of the Wiccans and Druids, thank you very much for all your tips and help and, and everything else. I am taking guaco tea. I am doing um, asapeshi, which is another type of uh, plant that, that helps the, the lungs. I am down to right now. I am eight cigarettes so far today. Um, so little by little. Um, there were times during the, the Skull Island podcast where I'd smoke a pack of cigarettes during the broadcast, which would make it a two pack. Yeah, I know. Nerves, dude. It would be a two yeah. pack. My baby does that sometimes too. Yeah, I smoke. I get a little out of yeah. Yeah, well, whatever the uh, doctor tells you. Something me, about the energy that it, the tobacco does, like something. And it's the nicotine, too. But, well, it's an enhancer. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a, you know. It does, like, I don't know. Yeah, it kind of keeps things level when you're very high vibration. Yeah, ex no, exactly. Yes. Whenever you're stressed or anything else, I mean, I've been using that for 35 years to relax and calm down. And so now, whenever I have to relax yeah. and breathe, it's just not or get stressed out, I can't grab a cigarette like I always did. And I'm like, what the fuck do I do? Right. Because um, whenever a doctor tells you you got emphysema, um, yeah, you you got to do other things, right? So uh, um, Cinnamon <laughs> candies, I'm telling you. Nothing yeah. tastes worse than a cigarette right after well, you know, was just thinking candies. what just came to mind. No, what was, thank, uh, you thank you very much. I was thinking about the cinnamon. Man, I, I hope you can find it. Did you send them a new link or send them a link from this one in there? A link to that one. Um, I'm going to send it into the uh, chat so you can yeah, just jump in from there. Go ahead. Go ahead. Instead of lighting up a cigarette. Oh, you did that already? Let me see if I can do it. Give him one that works. I'll do my best not to trigger you tonight, Mike. No, hey, um, tonight, uh, instead of smoking, well, I just, I mean, I, you know, I've had a lot of friends that quit smoking and then they hang out with me and they want just that one because, you know, I'm smoking and no. I will do my quit. best. I don't think he's quit. I think no, he's, he's just, he's just no, don't, don't, no, don't worry about that. I mean, you know, I talk to other people that also smoke and look, everything is with every, I mean, Junior, one of my friends was here and he, he smokes like a cheap, uh, chimney just like I did. <laughs> I'm not stopping him from smoking. He can live his life, do what he wants to do. I'm not going to be one of those people that goes, look, you're going to get sick, so fuck you, stop. Because when I was young, I was like, fuck, yeah, I'll stop if I want to. Yeah, right. It's, it's my fucking life. You do with your shit what you're going to do, and I'm going to do with my shit what I'm going to do. And at my point, well, considering the doctor tells me I have emphysema and my future health depends on whether or not I choose to continue my habits or not, um, you start to rethink things. So it's it's a personal decision. It's on me. It's got nothing to do with anybody else. So you can smoke whatever you want. And whenever I feel like having a cigarette, awesome. I drop a couple okay. of uh, drops of uh, eucalyptus oil into my palms. Yes, right. Yes, hello, hello, hello. Open the up. You made it. You're good, man. Leo, yep. I went back to the original link and they let me in. You made it. Yeah, oh, no, it's last a, week. The link How wasn't working before. Which is this made it back to the mothership. Clicked on it. No, it'll yeah, just when we're not live, it'll be there. Oh, see, yeah. if I would have known that, I would just let Mike it made it in fine. He was here when I got back in here. I'm like, oh shit. I just stayed in. I'm like, they didn't give me another link. I'll keep this. Oh, see, I, I ended awesome. up leaving, and then I went over to check on my mom. And when I came back, he had a link, and I clicked on that, and that took me to the main website. I'm like, that's not a link to the show. 
it's a link to the uh, website. I, I, I sent yeah. you a link to the comment that had that, that was right there. I didn't. I, I probably sent you the wrong fucking link, uh, but it was right above it. It was a comment. Well, right it's okay. I just went it. up to the original link that Aaron sent me. I just went up to that one, click, and here exactly. it came. I was like, hey, I'm in. As soon as it didn't even buff, it just went. Yeah, as soon as I touched the button, it no, said, uh, "You're in. You just can't. You can't see anything, but the host can see you." And then all of a sudden, you guys came on the screen. Yeah. And I was like, "I was like, hello, testing one two. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, all right, good, was, good. I'm glad. Um, we're... How you feeling, Leo? Last week you were under the weather. I'm, I'm doing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I just had some. It wasn't the coop, or if it was, it only lasted about a week. So it could have been the coop. I don't know. It never went to my lungs. It was in my head, uh, and I just uh, blasted the, the, uh, you know, the cinnamon, the, the uh, vitamin C. I was taking like ten thousand milligrams a day. I had my mom taking like five thousand milligrams a day. Uh, and I went with zinc. I went like with 50 milligrams or 150 milligrams a day. And you're only supposed to take like 25. Uh, and then I got, I got some, um, uh, what else? Bunch of other shit. And I just kept taking it and every day I felt better. So I was like, okay. And then I was like, can I OD on this shit? No. All right. I'm good. Uh, and so I just kept my mom on it and kept me on it and told my family stay away for a week, which sucked because it was my brother's birthday and mother's oh, day. Mother's, and my brother's birthday was the seventh. The mother's day was the Today's eighth. my mom's birthday. Right, well, and today's and today's my wife's today's. birthday, and she's in Arizona. So I had said happy birthday to her. And, and happy so. birthday! Yeah, right. So yeah, so I'm here. I am uh, sitting around with my foot up, right? But uh, mom's good. I'm good. My sister came up yesterday. Everything was fine. So I'm like, okay, going back live on Wednesday and Thursday. And then I got um, Dino from Paranormal Into the Night wants me to do a show on Thursday, and I told him, dude, I'm already doing Wednesday and Friday. That might be too much for me to do a two-hour or three hours a day, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, for my mom. It's bad enough Wednesday, Friday. Uh, he's talking right. paranormal, and he wanted me to go co-host it with him. And I was like, oh, bro. Right? And then I got the uh, Evan from Australia just now while I was sitting here going, dude, hey, listen, um, I'd love to do a show. We got this person and that person, and we got our up-and-coming thing, which he just gave me a ticket to. He always gives me free tickets yeah. to their show, right? Because I'm always promoting them and working with them. And he's like, I would love to promote the next show. Can we do that? I'm like, hell yeah. Let me know. So I got a show coming up. I don't okay. know the date yet. We got to hammer that nice. out in the next two weeks to do those guys live. What are you going to do, right? And then on Friday. Bring them on, bring them on our show. Get them straight off, dude. You know? On Friday, guys, uh, at 11 a.m. Um, I think it's 11 a.m. I don't see. I was. I'm not. If I was on stream, I could bring it all up. I have all the shit on there. Uh, let me look at yeah. my phone. On Friday, we have. Um, I, I can tell you who now. We couldn't for a long time. It was a secret, but we have. Um, um, oh shit! What's his name? Hold on. Let me look at my phone and I'll make sure I have everything right because I got it at the time. Let me do a commercial real right quick here. Right. <laughs> So did I not download it? I don't have it downloaded on this. Uh, here we are. Okay, so we on uh, Ancient Aliens Worldwide, you have to go to Ancient Aliens Worldwide on Facebook and join the group to be able to see this. It's an exclusive, and it's Friday, the 13th, this Friday, at 11 a.m. Let me make sure I got the time right. I'm looking on my phone at the ad here. Uh, 11 a.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. Right. Uh, American time, 11 a.m. So that's uh, 2 p.m. Eastern. That's 7 p.m. GMT. And that's 4.30 a.m. If you're in India, I don't care where you are on the planet. If you can't figure out what time of day that is for you, you're not supposed to be there anyways. So we have Andrew Collins 
who has been on almost every episode of Ancient Aliens uh, on the TV uh, show. He's got his 13th book coming out on Friday the 13th, and it's entitled Origin of, Origins of the Gods. And we're going to do a two-hour minimum, two-hour exclusive interview with I, or, well, I'm producing it I probably won't be speaking much unless unless they ask me to ask questions otherwise uh, 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 Mandy uh, Wilson who is the curator of ancient aliens worldwide which I created and still own she's going to be interviewing him at 11 a.m on Friday uh, at, on, on that end we're gonna have a three book giveaway he's given away his book goes into the 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 uh, on sale everywhere on the planet on Friday the 13th. So, nice. so if you have an exclusive, you can get a free book. The producers, uh, his his uh, uh, nice. company that that produced the book for him, uh, it will mail it out to you guys. But we have we have a uh, uh, three going to be three different contests during the interview that we're going to do. But you have to be present because you have to be there in the group as a member. So that of course it helps us. We're we're getting a lot more people. We're trying to go over the 300,000. Uh, Mark, every, or the 200, is it 300,000? Every time we get close, uh, Facebook kicks out about 20,000 people and says, those were inactive accounts, right? But yeah. then they let us go and we get right close and then they go, oh no, there was a bunch of inactive accounts. That's been going on for two and a half years now. We're not sure why, but it is. So um, we're trying to bolster that to get it over the top just so we can tell Facebook they can screw themselves. So anyway, <laughs> so uh, the, the contest is going to be uh, whoever asks the best question, right? And then we're going to have the most popular question. So we're going to have you guys get involved in who's going to be able to win. Uh, so if you have some fan club and you're like, well, I like Jack Black, he's going to be asking the best question. All right. If you guys want to stack the deck, go ahead. Right. But be there. You have to be in the group. You have to join the group. Uh, we're letting just about everybody in. If you, we're going to have a whole staff working the show. So if you guys try to troll, you get about four words out and you'll be gone. Uh, right. And so we're going to be monitoring the, the entire thing. Uh, and it's going to be really cool. I think Andrew's going to pick one winner. Uh, and then we have a random generator to pick the, uh, the another winner. And then we're going to have whoever has the best question. Uh, and I think that's going to be uh, by popular vote. By the Sounds fans. like fun. Right. It's going to be cool, right? Yeah, it's going to be yeah. cool. So, and that's Ancient Aliens Worldwide on Facebook, the group on Facebook, which almost has 300,000 members right now. You guys, it's the biggest Ancient Aliens Very group good. On, on, the, on the planet that's not a, right. an, a, a website of their own, right? I mean, we're, we're bigger than MUFON on Facebook. MUFON that's awesome, is man. our shit. And it's not a right? joke. And, and Ancient Aliens, the TV series, copies our uh, discussions and we, we actually went last season and the season before every single episode, we could go back and go, look, there was a three day discussion. Look, here was a two week discussion and look at the yeah. topic. And it, they're making their shows about shit. We talk about and the reason for that is most of the cast and most of the producers are in that group. Not a joke. Right. So they're like, Hey, that's a good one. Let's do a show on that. They don't give us any credit, but we all know right. they're like, Oh, we already had that conversation. Giorgio was involved in it. And now he's talking about it on TV. Those guys are cool. Right. I mean, none of us get paid. If we got paid, it would be badass. but let's face it. Mark Zuckerberger is the only person who, who takes it up the ass to make money. Right. So there's yeah. my commercial. I apologize for anybody that I've offended as usual. Right? <laughs> As you see, I'm like, if I've offended you, change the channel. Anyway, trigger, 
anyway, so yeah, see, I was gone for a week, so I'm making up for lost time. So there's my. I can see that. I can, yeah. I can hear yeah. that, man. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're going for it. Dude. He was like, "All right, right, I'm going deep right away. Let's do it. Right. <laughs> Let's get that fucking monologue in. I gotta Go get. I gotta it. get it out. I went a whole week without talking, and that's Go just not it. healthy, yeah, right? And that's not normal, right? My family was like, "Oh, right. dude, you need to get back on the air, bro." Right. So, <laughs> but yeah, so I don't. So we we you know the the concept today. I'm I don't know what the title. I didn't see a title, but I uh, we talked about that with prepping. Uh, I only use that word because that was the TV show, which we all hate because we were all survivalists before that. Now, all of a yeah. sudden, all of a sudden in the United States, I don't know about everywhere else in the world, but definitely in Ukraine because they're going through a war. But here in the United States, uh, the biggest problem that we have now, I want to address this right off the top. Another thing that's pissing me off, right? Not because I need it, but there's this sh supposed shortage on baby formula. Now, I want to ask a question, show of hands. What is baby formula? Is okay, well, then just buy just use it's, your milk. It is just, you know, it's made, it's powdered milk. Synthetic mother's milk. Yeah, yeah, it's actually cow's milk, and it's and it's changed. That's it, powdered milk. It's, it's, yeah. a, it's cow milk that's changed synthetically so that it has the consistency of mother's milk, and then they condense it to a powder, okay? Yeah. So if there's a shortage... The only people who should have a problem are lazy ass people who don't want to breastfeed, or those that can't produce. Yeah, if sometimes they produce, just straight up can't if you produce. Can't produce. I give you a pass, and you guys should get first priority. That's right. And there should be a questionnaire. Right. Can then you, you get it prescribed. Or right. Yes. Exactly. Put your kid to your fucking tit. If there's a shortage, then that's good. It's going to make, I mean, it's not good right now, but in the long term, it's going to bring things back to natural. Okay, like, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And then, the, and then you go, now, yeah, hold on, Leo, Leo. They say uh, doctors are like, please do not try and make baby formula yourself. Wait, baby formula is mama. Yeah, I know. Look, uh, the, the yeah. question of whether or not you can produce or not is one of the reasons why we have baby formula. However, it ended up being exploited because it's a lot fucking easier. It's, yeah. Like I yeah. had, I had a friend of mine who she she was uh, uh worked 12, 14 hour days and that sort of shit, and he had a breast pump, you know, to just suck milk out of breast. I was gonna say you, so you do the breast pump, you put it in the fridge. Food. Daddy takes yeah. it out, he warms it up so it's body temperature so the baby. I was only able to do that for my milk. first pregnancy. Right. And so I'm telling you, the, the second one, I got engorged. I couldn't, I mean, it was, I was full, don't get me wrong, but I could not, I wouldn't, I could not get it to produce properly. I finally had to put them okay. on the so if that happens, My youngest, she just I don't, I'm not buying. I'm not buying that 99% of all Americans have that problem. I'm not, because if that's a problem, if that's a problem, then there's something that in the fucking water, in the food, in no, this well, country, that's no, causing women have to, to have that problem. Well, we have to think about the genetic modifications yep. in the food, in the water, in the air. Why? Because people are becoming different. How did we reproduce? How have we survived for 250,000 years expanding as cultures? Right. Thank and you. Else, if life that's was so point. fucking difficult to goddamn survive. Right. No. That's like that's yeah. like my it's, sister going, you don't cut your cat's natural... nails. I'm like, what did they do for the first two billion years before we got here? Humans yeah. weren't cutting their nails 150,000 years ago. No, they, they, okay. they didn't get the COVID. They didn't get the COVID and all die off. 
<laughs> right. um, that's 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 a whole right? other issue. So my point here, guys, that's is look. I, wrote, I mean, I'm I just I'm gloating right now because I knew it was all bullshit, and you're learning that it is bullshit. I wrote a book, guys, so I'm not it's I'm not coming from a place of a guy who doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, okay. Right. So it could it be that some women have issues? Yeah, absolutely, and you guys should get the priority because of that. Right. But those of you who just chose, I'm not breastfeeding. That's going to make my yeah. breasts uh, sag, and I well, can't have that because the, the, I'm a supermodel. Your dumb yeah, ass, whole your thing dumb is, ass shouldn't, have bre- shouldn't get that stuff, the formula. It should go to people who need it, okay? So people have right. gotten lazy in America. And and I've got actually that, another alternative. Right? Go so yeah. at, um, and, and there's other alternatives other than breast milk or, or uh, you know, synthetic. Yes. Well, you, know milk. you can actually get goat's is, milk. You can actually yeah. get a couple of other things Monkey to feed milk. your baby. Bro, and just add nutrients. Because there are vitamins so that are in a mother's things. milk that not that aren't in yeah, like okay, you know, here's certain the thing. Other... I looked this up too. That's a great thing that you just brought up, Aaron, because I looked this up and I looked it up in standard. You can make right? your own too. Standard formula yep. doesn't have <laughs> any of the vitamins that mommy produces for the baby. Nope. Okay, right. so, but you know what does? You know what does that you don't have to add? Donkey milk. Everyone goes donkey milk. I'm like, you'll drink a milk yeah. from an ugly, nasty cow standing in mud. You'll drink a milk from a goat. And but shit, not donkey, mud. But there's you freak a out, difference right? with a donkey, dude. Just yeah. not donkey milk. This is a truth. Actual truth. Donkey milk is the is closest milk to female human breast milk on the face of the earth. See, now I thought and it would have been has, good. And it has all the nutrients that babies need. Naturally, it's all there. You could take a child and wean that child on donkey milk, and that child would never notice yeah. the difference, and the child would grow up. Any animal yeah. produces milk. And then if you actually trust your tribe around you, if there's another mother close by that's producing so much and they're willing to bottle it up for you. Yeah, cetera, you can do that as well. There's so yep. many different ways Midwives besides going to find a store-bought Midwives used to stay state. that way so they could. They were like in their 50s and their 60s and still producing milk because they never yep. stopped. Yeah. I still produce colostrum. Okay. And you know my doctor t- chopped that up too? I smoke weed. Because she smokes weed. It's true. It's actually a true thing. And that used to be a part of our diets, y'all. Like a doctor was actually that. I'll be honest, I don't doubt that because it because we all know like if you smoke too much weed, if you smoke every single day, you start getting man boobs because your your mammary glands start acting like female mammary glands. You start wanting um, I mean that's uh, just uh, the way it is, bro. Hold on, hold yeah. on, no. No, hold on, hold on. Now we're talking my field. Now you're getting into my shit and I got to defend my fucking territory. Cause yeah. Anyway, right? uh, when I was a sophomore in college, yeah, I was getting a big fucking man gut and after football and, and championship team. And I ended up stopped playing football and that sort of shit. Yeah. Smoking a lot of dope, eating a lot of fucking food and just sitting on your ass all fucking day makes you feel well, like that boobs, you just get <laughs> off your ass and actually do something <laughs> right. it's not the weed that's making you get man boobs it's, it's your lazy yeah. fucking ass <laughs> don't get out there and fucking do something that he's makes going you bike's going hard, hard in the paint dude he's going and hard if you're actually paint. producing hey, milk and then you're right so hey mike we have a lot of female viewers i'm just saying Sorry. You're, no, if, you're, if, aggressive, if, hey, you're aggressive. I'm coming to you right now in Brazil. 
No, seriously though. Right? You cannot, you cannot express yourself on this channel. Hormones, though. Uh, marijuana will assist in your estrogen and the, and the bodily functions that female bodies do, right? Or even male bodies, actually, and really, and technically. Um, it helps your brain to connect certain neurons properly. It just brings you into balance if you are doing it correctly, right? Not to say you can't just go and get high and whatever and not pay attention to the fact that it's actually balancing you. And if you were conscious about what you were doing, you'd realize you're working and functioning better. So, I mean, really no, what I was saying is I teased Mike. I was teasing him. No, but, but no, I just I tease a lot. No, I know, but he, the thing about the estrogen and everything else that I need to. No, uh, the only reason yeah. that I was getting like that is that you don't mess with weed and, and you know, being. Because, dude, I'm. <laughs> right. I smoke like a motherfucker. Yeah, I give him the same. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's, it's uh, a me question too, brother. I, so don't you know what I'm saying? Me too. I'm. You know what? I'm not high right this second, but uh, that's surprising. If I would, if 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 this shit would have loaded right, I probably would have taken time to go. All right, cool. I got a minute. <laughs> <laughs> right. I had a I had a friend on. Uh, I had a friend over. So yeah, we we ended up. Uh, Oh, I don't even have that open. I got to open that chat so I can see what people are saying. Look at that. I had that closed. What's up, people? What's up? What's up? I didn't even, I'm looking up and says there's like 35 comments. And I was like, what? Open that window. What the hell? He's just shaking a little rust out, people. Just shaking a little rust out. Right? Haven't been live for fucking 10 days. Goes down. Everything goes to pot. Well, really, you know, I mean, it's probably one of those, what you could call a miracle plant. I'm sorry. You could turn it and make it into so many different things. And it truly is a part of, it was part of our diet. I'm not saying you have to go eating THC and getting high. CBD, no. just the plant itself. This whole plant right. in any form in which you can possibly make it is just fucking phenomenal. Look, the, the, Why is the sales, the sales. Because it's natural and it can you, be. Aaron, I'll tell you, Aaron. The sales oh, I know we can just go on about this because it's a miracle drug. They were made from the I agree, though. From the I'm with you. You know what I'm saying? You have hemp sales, so you can actually use everything in that plant. I mean, you can go back to Buddha. Yep. He was sitting under that tree. He was eating one seed a day. What seed was he reading, eating? Every single one of the scriptures that tells you in, in Vedic texts and all that kind of shit tells you that it was yeah. a hemp seed, that he was eating mm -hmm. one seed a day underneath that tree, just contemplating the universe. All right. So, yeah, there are lots of benefits to that plant, and that's one of the reasons. CBD is actually good, like, and a lot of people think that you need cannabis or you need the THC to mix with this. Yeah, for certain applications, but yeah, there's CBD that actually works for like people that are like epileptic or yep. have seizures. They're taking it as true medicine, not to just get a buzz, you know. Right. And that's that's right. what that's what she's talking about is like the wellness products that she deals with, and that she's studied for the last five years. Mm -hmm. You know, she knows that there's a lot of benefit to the CBD, and it kind of gets it gets overshadowed really because is. of the THC. Everybody thinks. They relate. Oh, See, I've got to be high to actually yeah, have yeah. some medicine. Yeah, and that's not true. Yeah. That's, that's the whole point that's of the, the programming. Yeah. But that's the programming that they have into everybody yeah. to make sure yeah. that nobody actually enjoys one of the most beneficial herbs. Right, right, exactly. No. exactly. In yeah. so many ways, from the stems to the leaves to the buds to absolutely everything can do it. That's one of the reasons they had to destroy that in order to grow yeah. cotton. Yeah. Because cotton yeah. was yeah. less efficient yeah. Yeah. Than what hemp was, and so it has been an act of war on this because they want to make money on it. And the whole yeah. point is that it just brings peace and love, brother. It was the '60s. It was the heart of the fucking '60s that changed the mentality of the entire. Your genes generation. are made out of hemp. 
<laughs> if you have any, they're older than, you know, yeah, I love that comment. Right. Ate the whole cookie. Mm -hmm. They must have put a lot of pot in it for the cookie. Got you fucked up. Hey, no, yeah. that's good. No, you know you got to take on, certain dosages. If you're in pain, yeah. you're gonna take more. And yes, you are gonna feel like you're on LSD. That's what I've tried to explain to people. Norma yeah. still doesn't get it on an edible. How freaking yeah? How much can happen? I, 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 <laughs> I, 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 I haven't had. I haven't had. I haven't had any edibles yet, so I couldn't tell you. I would love to because it's my ultimate dream. Because I can't smoke anymore. Um, however, however, I've also had LSD, and there is a big <laughs> difference between a THC high and an LSD high. I'm yes, yeah, my question to you, my question to you, Denise, is would you do it again? Oh, one of the reasons I quit. You know she would, right? I would. I mean, come on. Let's be serious. Yeah, you see, people don't realize the difference if you're smoking pot and it's high in THC. You also get the CBD because they're hand in hand unless they're genetically modified. Yeah, and then uh, like I was talking about with Norma, the feeling is different when you don't have the THC. It's like when I'm smoking, it is. when I was well, because alcohol all of a sudden and smoking pot, the feeling mm -hmm. is different. I would get less high yeah. because the alcohol would would over would, you know. So I'd be you smoking still get the muscle pot, relaxant, but, you know, but you still get the muscle relaxant part yeah. of it. Yeah, right? but I wouldn't See, get as high from the THC yeah. because right. I had well, the alcohol I, on board. Yeah, right. Well, I like to explain CBD and the aspects of CBD is it. It's not so much how does it make you feel as it's more of a lack of. You just yeah. suddenly realize, well, that didn't stress me out like it just did right. 10 minutes ago. Oh, hang on. This is actually okay. I, I feel It's more of a, a lack of than a feeling of, right? Well, it's what people are chasing when they take oxy and all that shit. Yeah. It's the same yeah. thing. You don't feel the pain. You have kind of a euphoric uh, uh a feeling right. everything feels good you know that's why those alternatives were there that's why the pharmaceuticals created morphine that's why they created and there is delta nine you guys sell delta nine? i don't know if we do i smell ashwagandha which i swear by you guys our fucking extreme shake with ashwagandha mm, it's got the prebiotics probiotics oh it, nothing is better for I your ashwagandha pills every single day i used to i just stopped mm. buying them but, but yeah, oh yeah, ginseng is the Norma sells all this stuff, guys. She's, she's got a lot shit. of different, different it products. Good shit. And hey, it's, guys, it's even bad. Uh, Dr. Norma, she sells that yep. stuff. Dr. Norma, yep. she can get it. It's keto it. friendly, you know? Keto, keto friendly. I said keto. keto. Friendly. Oh, or keto, yeah, keto, keto. I don't even know how to say keto, that. Keto, keto, yeah. But it's yeah. it's friendly to that. Tomato, tomato, keto, 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 it helps you bring yourself. Yeah, it can balance you into ketosis, right? It brings your. It helps to balance that out, and your and your core health, truly, truly, really is it assists with that overall health. Yep. Yeah. Hey, did you hear? Did you watch our show last week, bro? No, I was we had like a pretty zen like we had a pretty zen like fucking. It was well, good, I, man. It was I, saw, I saw when it started. You guys were doing, you know, the the whole because it was because it was May Fourth, so you were doing the May the Fourth be with you, and and uh, yep. Michael's dressed up as a Jedi, which looked really cool, man. Yep. He just up. He looked like a gray Jedi, right? He didn't look. He wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't the dark side. He wasn't the light side. He looked right down the middle with that gray Jedi and the gray outfit. That was pretty badass. So I'm gonna watch it. I started to in a while. I mean, I got to watch this whole show, but didn't have time today to do that. So I will be watching that. I heard it was nice. good. People told me you guys had a yeah, good time. You guys good. did all right. Yeah. 
great, we're going to talking about um, the hydroponics and survivability. I was wondering how you guys got how got on that conversation. I was like in the chat. I saw that. And I was like, well, see, how did you know this? Well, it's because I didn't well, watch see, the show. Oh, That's how I know. See, the thing, I the thing is, <laughs> you are the Jedi Knight. And so even though I have I am a shirt in the hood, that's what I'm saying. And so since even though I had the shirt in the hood, Jacqueline. I'm a fucking imposter. So I'm not a Jedi Knight. I'm just a fucking imposter. The only thing. And so the conversation ended up going to something that's my focus, which is um, generating food because shit's going to get scarce. Uh, and so yeah, last right. episode was all of uh, Aaron's knowledge and Norma's uh, indices. And I'm also dealing um, with the emphysema. Um, so yeah, both of them were able to help me through that, and everybody in the uh, Earth Day chat uh, helped me out so much. And so you weren't here earlier, but yeah, I'm doing uh, eucalyptus oil into my hand to try and help from time to time, um, and that sort of thing. So that was um, kind of covering last week, and and that was a, a good show. We well, and we Mike, well. don't freak out because I went from uh, you know which. You know, emphysema and, and COPD are basically the same. COPD is like end stage. God, you guys are making me want to smoke. I went, I went from uh, having uh, COPD testing, having COPD where I should be on oxygen, to a, a year and a half later, testing that I didn't have it. And the doctors were like, I don't know what the hell was going on. Your lungs regenerated. Well, it's like an inflammation. No, uh, it must be in remission. It's been in remission for seven you years. Breathe, so, shit, dude, you know how much shit you breathe in your lungs all day? Like, and I'm serious. Just yeah. breathing, just going to the store, just walking outside. You know how much dust and shit that you breathe yeah, every day? Carbon, all that crap. I would, I would, Not I to say that these don't fucking speed it up. I mean, but, it is an right. enhancer, right? That yeah. enhances those things. Yeah. But, like, trust me, uh, it, it right. really it is practicing yeah. your breath and bringing your, your, even just having like some turmeric tea, those anti inflammatory properties with the intention of bringing down your inflammation. You're going to breathe better, and the better you breathe, the more open you're going to breathe. The more open and you mindset. become, the more it heals, your right? Mind, your mindset's 100%. Yes. Our mind is yes. a fucking powerful thing, dude. It's so yes. powerful. You've seen over the last couple of years how power, it's so powerful that it will make you, you can actually create a sickness for yourself. Yes, yes. People well, that's, uh, actually, actually, there's a science Period. for that. Um, you know, whenever yeah. they, they, they test medication, they say that it has to have above a 27 or 34% efficiency rate because the placebo effect, yeah. The, yeah. Oh, we gave you a pill to cure you and your body curing you covers 27% of the radius. So any medication yeah. that needs to be accepted needs to go over 27%, which is what has been proven the main, the mind does. Along yeah. with the placebo effect, you have the nocebo effect. If yeah. somebody tells you you're going to be sick, you will have a larger propensity to yes. generate that illness. With yes, you. that's right, dude. That's right. And that that's a whole paradox there because as you get older, I'm sure you have aches, you have pains, you and, and you actually probably start to get afraid, like I know I do, of death, right? Of, oh, shit, I'm approaching like... I mean, that's, and I try to always walk around, but you know, if you have things that happen or you have an injury, when you go into a doctor, how many times, and I'm not saying that they're not good at certain things, but how many times do they project shit on you Yeah. with, with, with coming from a background of, Hey, if I sell these drugs or if I sell this procedure, 
That's big money. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. going to make bank. I'm going to be able to pull that pool in here just because I closed that deal with that Yeah. Guy. I'm going to save lives and I'm going to hey, make money. Hey, Some of those on. people that lived a long age are, are to over 100. I'm, gonna, I'm telling you, I'll bet you some of them have probably hardly ever been to a doctor other than for emergencies. Whenever they're selling, they're going, hey, look, right? this only affects 10 or 12% of the population. It's not a big percentage. Yep. Whenever you're selling to 10,000, how much is 10%? That's 1,000 fucking right. people you just fucked over to get your pool. All right? Yep. Yeah. The people that live, for example, the oldest man that lived to 124 at one point, they asked him, how did you live that way? One cigarette per day, one uh, vodka shot per day. And I didn't stress. Yep. Stress yep. is the largest killer. That stress is the big is, one, right? Yes. That societal impact on you, that programming, that's that, that desire to fulfill some sort of something. The, if you guys pay attention to the news when they speak, there is nothing but fear in their voice. That's all that's they're doing right. is projecting well, fear. And that's it. When they that's talk. it. Like, yeah. I started, I mean, I'm thinking deeper about like, you know, campaigning for things and certain campaigns that go on and, what happens when this happens? Like, okay, somebody died because they smoked, so they went after the big cigarette companies. Right. No. But also no, understand what was that. going on at the same time. People were getting cancer from asbestos. They were getting cancer from, you know, and how much did that play into just like climate change right now? Yes, there's climate change, but this is like a cycle yeah. over yeah, thousands and thousands of years. Going through this right now. And we're cooling, we're cooling right now, which is messing with the planet. It, it is changing. But this is a and cycle. Keep talking about but, global warming, that things are heating up. I'm like, right. But because of these campaigns that get money put into them, guys, here's the thing: if the temperature heats up, the ice caps melt, and that cools the place down. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The ice caps melt. The they they become less reflective to the. So the science there, I can question you on, but that's not my point. The thing that I want to talk about. Regardless of what fucking happens, it doesn't matter because you got to take care of you in your area. Because right. all the other shit is made yeah. up for you to stop focusing on what you need to do right where you are. True, true. Absolutely. Focus on Antarctica, focus on the asteroids, uh, focus on save the, the, the satellites. Save the Save, you save the whales. Steal them, goddamn steal Taiwan. Save Taiwan. Save the whales. But Remember that Chichi Chomper? Yeah. Shoot them, damn, shoot them seals. Yeah. Oh fuck. Oh my god. Yeah, but really, it's we gotta understand how much propaganda that is really. Everything is hyperbolic when it comes from that mainstream, and that's how we we learn to like that is our Bible, right? Really, has been is TV, media, all these things that you know that we are able to actually participate in now. Yeah. At a bigger level, which I'm grateful for. Like I bitch about Facebook, yeah, but, but, but yeah, I also but know. Go ahead. I know. I'm one of the reasons why I drink, smoke, and do all the things that I like to do because the movies, the television, and everything else when I was growing yeah. up told me you want to be cool. Binge of the nerds, for example. Uh, you know, yeah, American Pie, or whatever. You want to yeah. be cool. You gotta be this and do this and do that other thing. And I, oh, those other guys that they're sleeping at nine o'clock in the evening and waking up at six o'clock in the morning, those are square and fuck them. You know, you, you, we got a party all night and I've based my fucking reality on that. And emphasis. <laughs> I know, dude, you do in our generation, man. That that was what was taught oh, yeah. to us. I mean, yeah, yeah exactly. totally. It was and, totally cool, right? 
and, and, and my fucking result is being broke with emphysema. Woohoo! Thank you, Hollywood, you motherfucker. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Quit saying that. Now you need to learn yeah, exactly. to breathe and that, cut back on the thing that's fucking up your lungs. We're healers, man. You're supposed to stay healthy. You don't healthy. have any kind of issue you can't just get in there and talk to. And, and, and we heal out, ourselves, right? and that's what all doctors should learn first. Maybe you never body heals it. itself. Maybe you have two cigarettes a day for the rest of your life, but you've talked to your lungs enough. You can breathe, and you're open, and you're not. My great grandmother was her entire life, and she stopped at 80 something because there was that. I, I get that. However, this is also part of the super blood moon in Scorpio that we're talking about in, in all yes. You're fearing yes. death, bro. Yes. You're, you're fearing you're mortality. Right. You're fearing your last no, your last change issue or one of the things one of the things that was mentioned in that group was that things that have been affecting you maybe for decades will have to yeah. change and alter. So it's a basic change in mentality. And I have identified, I got down to one cigarette a day when I was 16 because I was supposed to quit. And I couldn't see myself as a non-smoker because the, all non-smokers are a pain in the fucking ass. They're a bunch of judgmental little motherfuckers that I didn't want to be one of them. As he says as he's being judgmental. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, and that's, that's, that's all like what, what path you're on, where you want to go, where you feel like you need to go. You do need to adjust if you're feeling unhealthy or... You know, it's really hurting you. Yeah, you shouldn't. You should probably go another way. I would. I mean, that would be good there advice. There are days I have only like maybe. But understand, understand that. And the, others are uh, You know what? We speak louder here, and it's loud. I think. Okay, if we're loud. Sorry, because I get loud. But anyway, <laughs> I'm trying okay. to calm myself guys, down. But no, like, it's understand. That we is like, uh, is like twenty-five times louder than than Mike. Yeah, it's loud. So every time you guys talk, I got to turn the volume down. But when Mike talks, I can't hear. We're in the um, we're in a, in the truck, and in the truck, there's dude. This would be a it's great really place a to great record music, right? Because it has that like it traps all that, that sound. Out, right? yeah. So you get yeah, you get good ambient sound, but it actually works as an amplifier if you speak too loud. And I yeah. have a problem when other people are talking. Like I gotta get my shit out. Yeah. And, it's and just I just we all do that, dude. We're like loud noises. Yeah. Yeah. Loud noises. I know when you guys are moving. Whoever shouts loud. No, but anyway, we need to be careful. To stay on topic and what we're talking about, we I know I, I think I labeled this one survival or surviving the game, basically. We're just paying attention. And that's what we're talking about. I mean, we're learning how to survive as well. Like, we, we have we have ways. We've learned things over time, how, how to survive. Um, so, simply, you know, finding the necessity when we're in a si weird situation. I mean, Leo wrote a book on it. Um, but we're still learning. I mean, we're still learning. That's the whole thing with nature. When you're out in nature, you have to be able to. I mean, if you don't adapt, you're gonna die. Yeah. You know, if you're if you're and if you're not smart about where you're going, which is why we're spending more time here to get more prepared. Because I'm thinking about. I mean, there's three simple things: shelter, water, and food. Yeah. Shelter, water, and food. If you in have fact, those, the, the order the order is you're good. water, shelter, food. That's yeah, you need water first. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Always water first. And we first. intend to do some hauling. Yeah, not all in that order. For so about it's, a it's month be, before you starve to death. You, you can only go without water for a couple of days and you die. <laughs> you know what? Most places yeah, where you're yeah. at, like as long as you don't eat the pretty shit, don't eat the pretty shit and you should be okay. Yeah. If nothing, you don't know anything about fuzzy. anything, don't eat any of the pretty flowers. Nothing pretty, nothing and, fuzzy, and nothing sharp. It's right. Sharp nothing fuzzy. It exactly. It has prickly things on it. Don't eat it unless it's cactus because you can get away with it and get the prickly right. off. Cactus right. can't eat you, you might trip though. 
because if you pick the wrong cactus and you don't take the skin off, it's the skin and the and the gonna give you the shit in between that and the meat is poisonous. So you need to be careful yeah, with that. Well, and what it does is it gives you the shits, and you don't want the shits if you're gonna get dehydrated in any extreme situation. Right? <laughs> Not at all. No, Diarrhea right. is what kills people during cholera. Yeah. Um, I, I, can't, yeah. I can't hear you, bro. I don't know if your microphone's not working or it's too far away, but I can yeah. hear you. I can hear you pretty good. Let's try this way. I can hear you better now. Well, yeah, it's, it's all the fucking microphones that, end up that are questionable. I got another one I can try out now. But, uh, I don't know story. Well, the other one, when you pulled the microphone closer to your mouth, it was fine. When you grabbed a hold of it and pulled it up, I could hear you fine. It's just, I think oh, it was just case, it's better than these fucking things. Yeah. Um, those were given too to far me away. Put it back on and English just put classes. the microphone like on your lapel. It'll work then. I can hear it fine then. If I had headphones on, I'm sure it would be okay, but I would still have to go up and down. We tried this last time. When when Aaron and Norma are talking, it blasts my, my speakers. And then you're literally down to like 50%. Yeah. I have to bring it down to 50%. So that but I have to take you up to 100%. And if you guys start talking at the same time, then I can't hear Mike at all because I have to either that or like the whole neighborhood. Yeah, his mic's far away. His mic's far away. And our mic it's isn't that my turn at that close. point. I'm just kidding. <laughs> But I can talk back here. Like, watch. I'm gonna go to the back. You guys hear me? Like, if this is—is yeah. is this a good spot? Yeah, you can still. You're just almost the same. <laughs> yeah. See, I know that's what I'm saying. Like, it, dude, it's a perfect recording studio. If you're doing yeah. band life, yeah, it's like put blankets in here on the on the floors. Need to and, figure out. I want to do like a sitting thing. I like. Oh, dude, I'm building a trailer. I think I'm building a trailer, dude, on a twelve uh, six by twelve. Uh, yes. Toy hall. Six. Yep. Mm -hmm. Why not? Gifted to us. Survival, bro. Survival. I'm going to buy land. I can't build land. What I'm finding out is in Arizona, and I'm going to find out other shit, I'm sure. In Arizona, you can't, if you're going to finance the land, like rent to own. Yeah. Oh, and then they froze. Everybody, the mic is still. I'm not frozen. Are you frozen? They're frozen. I'm, there. I'm, I'm listening to everybody just trying to adjust my mic. Can you hear me? I actually put it closer to my lapel. so It's, it's a little bit better, but not much. They're, now not they're much. back. You guys froze for a second, Aaron. So is that us? Yeah. Uh, At first, I thought it was me, right? And then I looked over and Mike exhaled and I was like, oh, okay, it's not us. Yeah, we were trying to figure that out. But my my sound is still not uh it's still questionable still low it's still low for me but I'm, I'm dealing with it i've been doing it now for 46 minutes bro i just got to deal with it <laughs> um, yeah, I, well, I, if I put on the headphones it wouldn't be you know I mean, last time i had one good ear where i could hear it uh, i plugged the headphones and it was working that way but that is not the point is. She's okay. I'm trying to explain to her how, like, in Vietnam, mm. if she was in Vietnam, like, if they let women fight, then she would they be did. one that goes in with the shotgun in the tunnels. In the tunnels, yeah. I am an invisible being. I have. Uh, she'd be the, the, the tunnel, the tunnel rat. A, I'm so, I'm B, sorry, I am very I'm small. Sorry. I'm short, so, so I have sorry, to do everything short people would do. She gets in the smaller spaces. If you go into a, if you go into the tunnels with a shotgun, you're gonna blow out your ears. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. As soon as you fire it, you're gonna your ears are gonna be bleeding. <laughs> yeah, but you got you use the shotgun because if you go into a dark tunnel, and you see 
the, well, they called them the Viet Cong back then, right there, yeah. in the dark. you got to have close, that's a good close quarters gun. If you're going to fight in a room, which I don't suggest anybody do, right. fight inside of a room because, yeah, there's a yeah, lot of shit going on. You want you want to be able to hit the person on the first on the first shot. That sounds that's psychotic, but really that's strategic. But if I'm gonna hear the sound in here, that's why Oh shit! Yeah. The reason I I'm in the bayou, baby. I'm in Louisiana. But they outlawed the shotgun because we here in America invented the shotgun, and they didn't like it, so it's against the Geneva Convention because we would use it. And you could, if you get real combat rounds, that are done, man. Most people, yeah, you can take out six, eight people with one shot. If Even somebody who doesn't know how to shoot or is not a marksman can actually use a shotgun. You just shotgun aim the barrel at the target. That's it. Yep. Shotgun is best for people. But who too close, it's kind of tough, man. Oh, too close, you ain't gonna miss. You ain't gonna miss. It's gonna be a big ass fucking hole because all those it's a great weapon for close yep. combat. And then if you shave, you got a pump shotgun. You shave off the barrel. It's perfect for like. Yep. Your so they go in there with sawed-off shotguns, man. They go yeah. in there with sawed-off shotguns, and I think a. Put on your phone. I'll have to look it up. I don't know for sure, but I think that's I'm gonna have to look it up. Well, you know that that if you watch any movie that's made in America, you always see one soldier that's got a shotgun strapped over his back, and it's usually a pump shotgun and it's usually sawed off. And yep. then they'll usually yep. pull it out, just like uh, uh, Michael Bean said in Aliens or Alien, the first movie, or the well, no, it was the second movie. When he pulled it out, he says, I keep this close for close combat, and he pulls it out and goes. Chuk, chuk. And that's the truth of it, right? If you're in a room or yep. somebody's up close, bloom, bloom, bloom. I mean, you just take people's out. That's why the that's why the Swedes invented a, that combat shotgun where you cock it with the handle you're holding on to. And that thing's great for freaking close combat because you would load that. And then instead of having to hold onto the barrel this way, you got leverage because you're holding onto a handle that's sticking straight down. And you go, boom, click. And you can push and pull at the same time. See, I, never, I saw that, but I never understood how they did that because I was used to the American version to where you're pumping it here in the front. Um, and so you have, for example, you have your sniper for long range. Then you got your machine for shorter Okay, when they're running in, you're taking them out. They get in up close. You pull out that shotgun because that's going to take out anything that's right in front of you. And if they yep. get closer to the shotgun, then you got your knife because then right. you're in your inner circle uh, and right. you got to make sure that nobody's getting around you. So you have and each then, weapon like for sailor, its distance. And then if they get too close and they disarm you, you pull the pin on the hand grenade that's around your neck and see what fucking happens next. Everybody goes. <laughs> okay, so I was wrong. Look, this is a... Uh, the tunnel rats in Vietnam, this is what they used. I was wrong. An M1911 pistol or an M1917 revolver. A yeah. bayonet, a flashlight, and explosives. Yeah. Because what the explosive you toss in to throw them off when they're in the front. The bayonet, if they catch yeah. you by surprise, it's that knife factor. The flashlight, yeah. because you're in the tunnels, and it's the M1 whatever. That's actually a semi-automatic rifle, which means that you're going to be firing off one round, and it's not a big caliber. 
because yeah. you're in a small area. You don't want the echoes. Yeah. You don't want the problems with your ears. Well, and that's why nine millimeter is perfect for that because it, the, the or a 22 or a, a 38 or below that really, um, because they're smaller caliber, you're not fighting more than 50 feet, right? You're close combat and the sound is not going to destroy your eardrums because people don't realize how, how you know what, when they hear real gunfire, they go, I don't know, it sounded like firecrackers. Yeah, it's because a firecracker actually sounds more deadly than a nine millimeter or a 22 caliber. Okay. People don't realize that because you're used to movies where they make everything sound like a howitzer. And so everyone thinks that a 38, like a, when, when Clint Eastwood fired his 357, it sounded like a fucking howitzer on a, on a, well, on a, a, a fucking on, combat ship. On that, a fucking, on uh, that. you know, and, it, and a, a real 357 is a little loud, right? But it's the, the one thing that I heard my entire life that was really fucking loud was a howitzer. It was my father's sniper rifle, and it was a 308 Alpine, which you, you have to be 50 years old or older to understand because they don't make them anymore. It's like the M1 trying to get hold of an old M1 carbine. Uh, a 308, old school yeah. 308, you had to have... Oh, you're talking about the old fucking... The old fucking straight fucking like the the stock goes all the way up the barrel no, no, on that, some that of them. Robo, it's like a car ninety eight, car ninety eight, yeah, bro. That, I cannot use that. that one. What was the name of the RoboCop gun? That one where he actually. Oh fuck! I don't remember, dude. Desert Eagle. You talking about the Desert Eagle? My no, I'm talking about the. I mean, it was better than the Desert Eagle. Like this. He blew up a fucking car. Oh, it was a fifty gun. caliber. It's what they use these 50 days. Cal, yeah, fifty cal. Yeah, fifty cal. Yep. So all sniper rifles now in American military, I don't know about other militaries, but in the American military, they're all 50 caliber now. So, yeah, you could take a car, you could literally shoot the block out of a fucking V8. You know, <laughs> but I'm sure that they use in other tactics, I'm sure, with like certain sniper missions where they don't want to be heard. Yeah. So they can oh. you can position them. They're yeah. probably, they probably use those weapon, in like active live like fire when they're, the, when they're in a battle. My favorite weapon was was not made in America. It was either the German or the Czechoslovakian nine millimeter with a starlight scope on it. Uh, if, if, because it was yeah. nine millimeter, if I, I could use it as a sniper rifle, I couldn't shoot two miles away or a mile or a mile away. Let's be serious. No, I only know pumpkin weapons. I uh, so know, know nothing right now. I could. She I could knows. Seven, uh, okay, two. well, I grew up. I'm a survivalist, right? I mean, I wrote a book about yeah. it, right? So yep. my family. Like I learned to shoot some guns, but I don't know. And really, to be a survivalist, that is one thing. If you can have that, really, yeah. If you can have a firearm, that is that is important. It will yeah, it will help a lot. Too. There was always an argument. It's, you have to realize, guys, that if you're a survivalist, like a your your choice of weapons is your own uh, choice. Your choice of everything. Yeah, there's no right and wrong. You have to figure out what works for you. Because the biggest conversation yeah. that I had, uh, the argument that I had with everybody early on when people were just starting to put prepping shit on YouTube, I'm talking 2012, 2013, 2014, was everybody loved these nine millimeters. And I was like, yeah, okay, so how much does a thousand rounds of nine millimeter ammunition weigh? Right. Right. And I'm like, oh, well, you can't carry. Yeah, you're right. A thousand rounds of nine millimeter ammunition weighs over 20 pounds. So are you going to pack that around with you everywhere you go? Guess what? A, a thousand rounds of 22 ammunition, not nine millimeter, which has the exact same stopping power as a nine millimeter bullet, by the way. People think that little 22 doesn't, but it does. It's scientifically proven. It doesn't shoot as far. So if you take a nine millimeter and a 22 rifle. Right. You're going to get more distance than 500 yards. Yep. 
Okay, if you're trying to shoot somebody at more than 500 yards away, yourself, right? then yeah. you're trying to assassinate yeah. them, dude. Right. 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 Okay. So if you're in, yeah. if you're surviving and you're in the wilderness, you're not even trying to shoot a deer at 500 yards right. away. You're trying to get up close to a deer less than 100 yards away to make the kill. 22 okay? or shot. Yeah. But 22 is easier to manage. Yeah. 20. Right. Just be I careful with 22s because they're very. To less than less than five pounds for a thousand. And, rounds need, and people need to learn how to respect a pistol because a pistol is a different animal than a rifle. Right. Like right. a pistol is so easy and streamlined that you will actually almost shoot yourself if you're not careful. Yes, you could. Right. I actually was. It's like playing with like my lighter or something. Like mm -hmm. you can get to that like nonchalant place. I was bought this little teeny tiny like little rifle gun once, right? And I shit you not, no matter how hard I tried. I walked up to my target and could not fucking hit it. But it's so like, really, yeah. knowing and understanding your weapon. Why are we talking about such sadistic shit? Because it's survivalists. Uh, like, we're in road yeah. warrior right now. I, mean, I live in this suburban. Mm -hmm. It's um, part of survivalist. It's part of being a survivalist. Because I, I know there's people out there that say, on, I don't on, need any on. weapons or guns, part of, part of, and I'm going to survive just fine. No. Hold on, Leah. Part of, part of being a survivalist, um, right there, because guns call attention to everybody because no matter what gun you use, somebody's going to hear it. Hear it, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This well, right there. Now, 22 is nice and slick and, and this, stealthy, though. If you have to this, use anything for stealth, a 22 will, will pew. Like that's yeah. basically, it'll, it'll echo it a little bit. But it's nothing like a 5.56 five, or 7.62 cartridge well, going through the fucking, or, or, or you know what I mean? Yeah. Going through the fuck, going to the target. Like, it right. does not cut through that much wind. It's really, really quiet. There's yep. nothing better than... God, we're psycho talking about shit. There's, no, there's it's nothing true, better. No, we're not. We're, no, we're not. We're not. I'm just saying. Yeah. As I have these conversations, I'm like, because I, I learned these things growing I up, agree, dude. I will agree with Mike in that I'm also well, a bow guy, right? You can take a bow and arrow, yeah. and I can shoot your ass. Yeah, normal is saying truth. That. Yeah, I said this that as well. The truth. the truth is, if Native Americans back in the day had a one compound bow, we wouldn't be here in the United States right now. If we were, right. it would be because we, because we were Native. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. The only reason why the natives lost is because they couldn't shoot as far as those fucking well, 45 carbines yep. that they were firing. Okay, yeah. that's it. That's it's it. It's all about yeah. distance. It's all yeah. about distance. Mm -hmm. yep. uh, however, um, I enjoy these because my distance, I'm not shooting people that are 200 yards away. Right. You don't okay. need that. Like, like you said before, Aaron said, you're assassinating somebody. Any combat yeah. you're going to have in real life is going to be zero. To the only time you're doing that is when you're hunting. Yeah. Right. I mean, really, unless you're in some battle and you're like, on, yeah, if you're in battle, that's why you yeah, use the 50 cal. If you're, if you're trying to assassinate somebody, you're using something smaller cal caliber that is a little bit shorter distance, but you're stealthing in there. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I know I could be wrong, but I, I just no. my mind thinks strategy all the fucking time, well, and that's you know, over distance because if you're far enough away, you get that quickly down under effect to where they <laughs> they don't hear the report right. of the gun until the right. person's already dead. Person but there's a reason. There's you know not every nail needs a hammer. You know what I mean? Not ever. You know what I mean? Like there's that that is for like taking out some motherfucker and blowing him up into bits yeah. or blowing his car up, yeah. right? But there's like you could probably I'm sure they still use thirty out six. I can't remember what they use for uh I think it's a five five six though. Well that's what the UN uses, five five six. Their sniper their sniper rifle is a five five six because it's a yeah. It's that's a fucking it's a sleek gun. You can carry it around, you don't need 
Yeah. But if you're hunting, yeah. I saw my brother shoot a deer at fucking 400 yards when he was 13 years old, dude. Right. Like, you can do that. He, that guy he's is a fucking marksman, dude. He's, a, he's an ace. Yeah. With a gun. Yeah. Right? I used to be able to do I'm, that. And these days, my eyes are going, so I'm sure I haven't done it in a long time. But I could fire with either hand and I with a rifle, and I was able to hit targets. People were like, how can you do that? And you're not like, right? You know, because some people are one-eye dominant. It's either right or left-eye right. dominant. You can you have to figure that out. It's really easy. Yeah, yeah I'm more right-eye dominant. You just point at somebody. Right, point at a, at a at a specific spot, like a you know whatever a target. Point at it, and then close one eye and see which eye is pointing directly at it. If you have yeah. no eye that's pointing directly at it, you are not one eye dominant or the other. Then you have to be careful because if you don't use only one eye, you're not going to hit the target in the middle. But otherwise, right. if you take the target and you go there, you have the to train of the it. Well, you point at it, you, just... and you close your eye. Like right now, I'm slightly right eye dominant, but truthfully when i when i close my the way it's still working if i point right at the camera right now and i close my my left eye i'm not directly at the camera i'm slightly left and if i close my right eye i'm slightly right so literally yeah. the sight is down the center of my eyes like this so for me i would have to pick one eye otherwise and i could right. see because I'm not right eye or left eye dominant. Well, hold on. Most you, people are one or the other. And if you're trying to shoot somebody, that's why if you look, remember what you guys in the old movie, Lethal Weapon, uh, uh, what's his name's character? Not not uh, um, uh, the not, not the crazy guy, but the, but his partner. He would always cock his head because he was left eye dominant, but he was right handed. Danny Glover. Danny Glover's oh, yeah. character was left eye dominant, but well, right handed. So he would put the gun out and then he would cock his head over because he had to look down his left eye down the barrel to get it straight. And well, see, and that's, that's kind of what I do, right? I take, I kind of utilize both of my eyes. I need to make sure that I can see my target because well, I, I, I see And you brought up a good point. You brought up so, a good point earlier. You were talking about bows. Yeah. Now, a longbow, when you're shooting a longbow, you use both eyes. You just, yeah. all you're doing is you're putting the weapon, you're putting the, the uh, bow into the, or the arrow into the bow, you're right? Connecting it. it bow, You've got a yeah. good hold. Get it in on the knock. And all you're doing is focusing on the target, lifting your arrow, and as soon as you lift your bow to where you feel right. like, you're not even looking at the bow. You're not looking at any sights. You're, you're, you're just focusing straight up on the target. And when you feel like it's ready, you go, and that's you let go. And that's as you're drawing, as you pull it up, you let it go. And my my brother taught me that shit. He's like, Mister Wild Life, dude. But he loves his like he loves to be home and have his showers. Like he would never live in the wild, but he loves to go into the wild. Go do his shit. Dude, he's bigger than me. And that dude, I'm telling you, hiking, like he'll hike the high you is. He's better at it. Like just run through that shit. And I'm like, dude, I'm trying, let's stop for lunch, man. Like I'm fucking out. And he's like, no, man, let's keep going. Because he's excited about it, right? So he doesn't even think about it. You do it all the time. But he's not in shape, dude. Dude, he's big. He's big. Like He is in shape somewhat. He golfs. But I mean, you look at him, you're like, you think, I'm like, the first time I went hiking with him for hunting, right? He was elk hunting. And he goes bow hunting. He keeps it pure. He doesn't hunt with his rifles. He does have rifles, but he's like, that shit's too easy. I want to do it with a bow. So <laughs> he'll go uh, st stock these elk like he'll he'll scout them for months before the hunt and where the yeah. herds are going and where the satellite bulls are. I mean, he's like way he does into it, it the way you should do and it, right? When yeah. he goes hiking, at first I thought, okay, we're gonna go like three or four miles. No, dude, we went like fucking twenty miles, like booking it, like 
not a run, but just a fast walk. I'm like, holy sh okay, I'm not going with you anymore. Unless I want to go kill a, kill an elk, or I'm going to kill an elk, I am not going along for the ride just to watch. But that's the way it is, bro. It's not like it's not like oh, you oh. park the car and walk out 100 yards and there's a deer. That's what happens, way. though. When you're out in the wild, you have to do yeah. that. If you want the meat, if you want the meat to process, and that's the thing, like homesteading, like a lot of people are doing that. But also, if even if you're in the city, you can go out and hunt. Yeah. There's There's wildlife somewhere close to you. You can hunt outside of the city limits, yep. and you don't have to pay for all the beef all year. Right, right. One fucking kill will give you six months of meat. Yeah, like, all through the winter, man. All through the winter. You have a full right. cow. You are set for the year. Probably yep. close to a year. Right. Uh, well, for on on my family's farm, it was usually two cows, but we would have everything we needed for well, the year. How many, how many did you have in the family? But they had there was seven people in the family, so it was yeah, yeah, yeah. See that? yeah. It's, 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 right. Exactly. So the is that? I mean, it, and then it's planning. Everything is preparation. That's why it's called yeah. prepping. Everything is yeah. preparation. You have to know the the time of year to be doing certain things, planting food, uh, picking food, growing food. That's just like anybody who's a pot. And how much? And how little? You plant in May. You pick in in, in October. You dry by November, December. You're able to smoke. Okay, so if you have yep. that in your mindset, you have to realize that everything else works on a, on that as well. So if you don't know that information, it, you, you clearly you can go on the internet. If the internet's not there, you can get an almanac, and that'll help you. They have those printed everywhere, even these old ones. So if the world goes to shit tomorrow, you go to a library and pick up an almanac. And then knowing how much you need, how much you need for it's your family, your size family. <laughs> yeah. It was in nineteen forty-five because every year in whatever a region you're in has the same cycle. You just have to learn. And that's what I thought. That's why this is for beginners. Is you have to learn wherever you're living, because if you change a place, I'm in California now in the Northern California, completely different than when I was out in the Sedona Desert out in Arizona. Completely different yeah. when I was in the San Francisco Bay Area when I was living there. The area that you live in is completely different. If you live in the city, you're fucked. Everyone's right. like, oh, well, the city because I the mean, city's got food. Well, it's there, but most of the stuff, like, let's go all the way back to the beginning, what Aaron said. If you in don't get supplied. If you are on the planet, if you live in a city, everything's pretty. That's fucking poisonous. Yeah. Okay? Right. Anything that's beautiful it, to looking is beautiful because nature's trying to get you to eat it so you die. Things that are, yeah, you know. And that's something to remember, now. like. Okay, well, well, those things we think is weeds are actually pretty. But Bambi's not poisonous. But in the city, they plant. They don't plant food. They plant yeah. shit that will kill you. Right. The well, they plant. They plant food, but they just start putting certain things in the soil. No, they don't plant. Food. Most of them don't. And some some cities do have like fruit. They have gardens of like of trees that grow fruit, but not many. There's not many. Right. You got to know what you need. What you can grow, how much of it you like. I mean, really, because I mean, no matter what, if I'm growing something for just Aaron and I, I'm going to have probably, I mean, as long as I'm doing it well, more than I need, right? Yeah. yeah. So hopefully, those around me you can are willing to trade with me some of my abundance here because yeah. they only need so much and I only need so much. And they, right. you know what I mean? And they have something else that I need. It's really about working with what you need, what you can grow, what you do, what are your neighbors growing? What are they doing? Even if yeah. your neighbors are like fucking 500 yards down the road, it doesn't fucking matter like how far they are. Right. What are your neighboring uh, community? What are they doing? What are they offering? How best would you suit 
your community? And does it suit you and your needs, right? And it, 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 it's, it really is about living your own way, knowing how much you need, what you need. How what is it? What is it? What, what, what is it that you really like? And you know, there's a lot of things that you know you just want. Like we like soda. Yeah. You know, we That's like to drink. We thing, like to yes. drink. I mean, we're not at the yeah. place yet where we're fucking having to quit. Right. But yeah. we're probably soon approaching. I don't know. No, we're not. I's not going to project that. Anyway. Yeah. There's certain that. luxuries that we yeah. like that we want to like. I'm thinking like I'm growing agave plants. I'm going to the desert. I'm fucking growing agave plants, and I'm gonna I'm gonna steal my own liquor. Yeah. You can. But anyway. You can, with, you can do it with anything, bro. That's what people don't right. realize. And that's, anything that has yeah. sugar in it, you're in alcohol, you can you can ferment it. You can ferment rice into alcohol. You can ferment wheat into alcohol. It doesn't matter what yep. it is. You can ferment almost everything we eat. You and if you have land, and that's why I wanted to bring it back to, is that everybody needs to be thinking about buying a piece of land that they can at least bug out to. You can like you can buy land and rent to own it for like 100 bucks, a couple acres, yeah. Somewhere where you can bug out to, and, and a lot of places, not actually not a lot of places, you got to do your research, Arizona, Texas, Florida, there's a few places Nevada. you can do it, Nevada, Nevada's got a lot of land, but anyway, have some land that you can bug out to, so if you do have, to, this is prepping, like, let's go out there, let's build a cabin, let's, you know, let's pay off our land, let's have our land that we can escape to, and I'm not saying, I, I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I really I want to be wrong. I want to be I want us all to be able to just chill and not have to be upset by any of that bullshit. But I feel like really? there is something coming. And you know what? I got crushed into this position where I'm at, but I'm grateful for it because I know and I have known for a while that there is something like they're, they're not done. They're not well, they're done. They're gonna keep going. Man. Well, the stuff is planned. Listen, uh, yeah. two weeks yeah. ago, three, two, three weeks ago, here in the United States, uh, Fox News was the only people who put it on the air because they're trying to warn people. They had, and this is not a joke, there was five different, five separate packing plants in yes. the United States right? all in one day, in the exact yeah. same what day. What a weird Two of them were burned to the ground. One had an explosion that they couldn't explain. And all of them were in the middle of nowhere. The odds of those things happening all on the same day were two aircraft crashed into two separate packing plants in the middle of nowhere. When that guy yeah, was that insane, collected yeah. in the fields around that fucking place. And they hit that only fucking building in a half a fucking mile in every direction is not a right. fucking accident. Okay. Right. So they're doing this shit on purpose to create yep. problems. And you think yes. inflation is bad? You think it's going away? This is my point of of me writing this book a long time ago in 2016 because this stuff is. And the reason that they're doing it is because what you guys have no fucking idea how to grow your own food. Everybody's hooked on, you know, everybody's worried, well, there's going to be a meat shortage. So the fuck what? If you plant your own vegetables. That's free, and it's problem, reaction, solution. Okay. And he's right, yeah. and that's yeah, they need to understand that. But dialectics the deal is getting to us. Gahillian dialectic, where they're creating well, the, the what they're doing is centralized all your food into a store. Got you to the point where you you're a generation who has no idea so how to spend yourself without them. 
Hold on. And then who, is, who, is, who, is, who is the largest who is the largest farmland owner in America? Right now it's Bill Gates. That's, that's old Billy. Yeah. Oh fucking also goofy Billy. the largest in investor in Monsanto and in yeah. the B controlling. And isn't he isn't he related to the Rockefellers? No, but it's funny how they never get mentioned anymore. They never get mentioned. But here's a question that you guys should be asking yourself, and I'm glad that Mike brought that up. Okay, so America, the most prosperous land on the face of the planet, grows the most shit. How is it that Ukraine is the number one exporter of wheat, and how is it that Russia? It's all a bunch of bullshit, bro. I'm not saying people aren't dying, but. Because we export everything. How is that that possible that the United States of America doesn't have enough of corn to feed itself? How is it the United States of America, which was the number one producer of corn and wheat up until, I don't know, 25 years ago. We got a big dog in here. We got a big dog in the suburban. Big dog in the suburban. In the 1980s, there were hundreds, or if not thousands, of family farms that bankrupted. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Stand by, stand by. <laughs> Shit. Stand by. We're going in. Holy shit, we're going down. We're going down. Tell my mom I love her. Right. If I don't, if I don't return, man, I love you all, man. <laughs> no, I don't. Fuck y'all. Yeah, right. Remember yeah. yeah. all that tough yeah, guy surviving the shit. The dog, the big fucking dog, dog comes into this back statement. We're all done. Yeah. <laughs> in, in the end, um, I even forgot what I was talking. So in the 1980s, Mike, continue. Oh, yeah, the, fam- the family farms were, were actually bankrupting. Why? Because they expected large things. Everyone was pushed to buy equipment they couldn't afford, finance it out the ass, and they couldn't keep up the payments because two, three years later, they actually dropped the standardized government-issued pricing on yeah. all of the commodities. Yeah. There's yeah. commodities plus. And remember, as a farmer, they're not producing – the bread or the tortillas or whatever the fuck it is that you're using. No, they're just preventing how you make it. We're becoming either a pay a lot of money for it or make it yourself kind of society. Like, no, we need to be a make it yourself. If you yes, do it for yourself. Nobody knows garden, how to make it themselves. They grow anymore. their own uh, stuff. When I was a kid, we used to have the same thing. We had trees in the backyard. We had a walnut tree. We had an apricot tree. And we had a garden and we had rabbits. And the rabbits yep. were there, and they were being fed until we didn't have enough money to buy food, and then we ate a rabbit or two a night, okay? And the yep. rabbits breed like rabbits, hence the term, breed yes, like rabbits. Oh, so they, 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 you, you all ever seen a rabbit on sex, dude? A rabbit. Right? Holy yeah, shit. What? Well, I'm a rabbit. Yeah. So, but you, we grew our own stuff. We grew corn. We grew tomatoes. <laughs> we grew potatoes. We grew uh, strawberries. We grew this stuff. You can grow lettuce. You can grow all the stuff that you need to feed yourself where you don't have to go to the goddamn fucking yeah. store and pay right. for the fucking shit that you grow. Oh, like, can it tastes so much better. It tastes so much better. It's going to take you seven years before the apple tree bears fruit, but when it does, you're going to have so many fucking apples, you're not going to know what to do with them. Like yep. Mama said, though, then you put 
them in a fucking barrel or a bag and you take them to your friends and say, I have yep. a fuck ton of apples. What do you got? I just went fishing. Right. And I have 35 fish and I can only eat 17. Yep. How about I take the rest and I give you, right. uh, you know, a bushel of apples. That's how it yep. fucking works. And if man. you have few neighbors, you learn to package. You learn to uh, jar. You learn to store. You and learn to utilize what you you're have. Selling, you're not selling fruit. You're selling jam. That's or right. You're bartering. You're not selling. You're bartering. Right. Yep. Jam, not just for yep. fish, but skinned right. clean fish fillets, for example. Right. And well, and here's right. the thing that people, what's a, what is the seller? Does anybody know what a seller is? And I don't mean somebody who's trying to sell you some shit. Okay. Most a people seller underneath, underneath the ground, man. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's right. You learn to package and to store what you have, and you won't go hungry. If you dig down and learn to live without go, with less, learn to live with in, less. You can go inside a, a little. That's how we challenge Dig down, okay? You only have to go down six, seven like, feet, if that. If you do that and you right. dig in an area that's ten by ten, fifteen by ten, ten by twenty, literally, you dig this shit out. It can be smaller than that, but if you do that and you go underground and make sure that you shore up so the shit doesn't fall in on you, don't die. Do a little bit of homework. It's, it's my temperature will be maintained the same because the earth right. temperature you is stable. Put your jars of, of whatever that you're canning in there or your cans of stuff, and the temperature stays the same all year round. Okay? And it's usually cool. And they're cold enough to keep things preserved. Because yes. so you dark, put all your shit doesn't get sunlight, so everything was iceboxes and freezers and refrigerators. Okay? Everyone survived on this planet for a millennia. Right. Without electricity and technology, and guess oh, what? More than how to do that? Okay, people don't know how to do that now. Yep. Everybody is is hooked on their. They normal. Well, because here's the yeah. thing: no one normal. wants to bury normal. their food under dirt. Normal, you you, right? you said people nobody. Think... Normal, you said that nobody that we survived more yes. than a millennia. Absolutely. The thing is, that this generation, the one that's alive right now. <laughs> has no idea about any of those things that are required to actually stay the fuck. Right. I totally agree. Because I completely agree. The thought of storing my food, the ahead, thought of man. storing my food in a hole in the ground, even it's still, actually a really cool concept. It, it scares the shit out of me. Oh my god! We all grew up with sellers. We don't know what sellers are. That's for younger people that don't know what that's sellers. That's Oklahoma. Right. We got tornadoes. Right. So the best thing is a seller. Yep, you got sellers. Tornadoes like a and the bunker. Take their little home. Put in there what they needed. All her jams in the cellar, and everything stayed yeah. there throughout yeah. the whole fucking year. Yeah. You put potatoes in the cellar, dude. They'll last all year We get afraid to utilize nature. Yep. When that's that's what we're living in, man. There's ways that and again will help you. Again, you have to understand that there's. I'm trying to talk softer because I know it's very loud. I know, and I um, get loud. But really, you have to learn the cycles of the way nature works, and that's why when I give readings, I, that always comes up is nature and connecting to nature again, and realizing the cycles of things. And yes, you can repeat them. Like Mike, he's getting into hydroponics. I'm going to be doing hydroponics when I. Because I'm in the desert, you know why? I, really, why I want to do them for one? Well, there's two reasons. One, you use five percent of the water that you would if you planted something in the soil. And I'm in a desert, so I need to learn how to do that so I can yep. conserve on water. Yep. Right? Because I'm gonna have to haul my water in and unless I want to drill, right? you know, twenty five thousand dollars worth of up to a well that's like three hundred feet deep. You know, so I'm in the desert. I have to live differently. Now, if you're living in a different environment, you might have water or a stream running, right, like in Tennessee or something. 
You might have water running right next to you where you can yeah. use it. You can utilize it. And it's in a short well. But not everybody's got yep. that luxury. Yeah, agreed. Dang. Right. When I was in the desert, it was the same. I had you have to learn that, you know, uh, depending on where you are, do they have monsoon season? And if so, you have to learn yeah. when to collect fucking water or you're not going to be out. And you're yeah, not drip be lines. That's right. Drip lines yeah. work. Yeah. It's not, it's going to be, it's not even going to be drip lines because that's still using too much water. What I'm going to do is I'm going to get buckets. Like I was trying to tell uh, Mike earlier is that they're called Dutch buckets. Now what you do is you series them all together. So you have like five gallon buckets. If you're growing, you know, tomatoes. Well, I'm probably going to start with marijuana because it's legal there and I can grow six or 12 plants. With and really so, and I'm really excited because I've never been able to do this. Right. So I'm going to experiment. I mean, I'm going to grow other things, but I'm going to learn. I'm going to, I'm going to try to experiment with the hydroponics because if yeah, I only have to use that much water, that means less trips to town to get water yeah, and yeah. haul it in. Yeah, well, yep. Think about this in the middle of the desert. You don't necessarily have to drill a well. Uh, but the drip lines made me think about the uh, uh, the humidity harvesters on Tatooine in Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. Right. What happens is that the air will have its own humidity. And if it can yes. trap night, it. it will yeah. end up. Oh, we were talking about this last, last show. Yeah. Yep. And you collect that and you can use that during the day when there's no humidity in the air, but you collected the dew at night. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna and say they have technology for that, but it's still pretty desert, new. There's not much humidity during the day unless it's uh, monsoon season. They do that in the uh, in the uh, Arabia in Saudi and Everyone, everyone needs to re learn, and I'm glad that Mike brought that up. Everyone needs to learn what is the dew point time that yeah. you live right. in. Because at that time, this is nature's yeah. way of feeding the planet, including us. Yeah. You're going to be able to collect, like Mike just said, either out of the air itself or collect it in a way that, that the, the Dutch ways are a lot better. They were smart in yeah. the way they did that, right? We've, they even well, it's just harnessing, harnessing Tesla energy, really. And you have to, you can, you can collect water without having to worry about filtering it even underground okay and, and, and right. they have to come in what your in, dew point is and collect the water then and you bring the water into a localized place so that you can then collect that water but yes collecting water in the desert water. because there's a lot of wash there's a lot of washes and when it rains they wash through yes the yes. the the driest place besides Antarctica on the planet is the Atacama Desert in the north of Chile and, and Peru. Yeah. Right. Now, they have a technology up there to collect water. And what they do is they put little <coughs> sticks of plastic on uh, holes yeah. because the dew will collect there. And regardless. On plastic, even, yes. Oh, my God. Even, you know what? Even, Fucking even, dude. The, smart in the, even, in the, even in the driest That's place on the planet. They book. can actually collect up to half a gallon of water. You can, bro, How do we do that? How do we do that DIY, bro? We got to figure that out. Take a bunch of milk cartons. Enclose a small hole. In my book. Allow he said it's in the book. Space Read the book, motherfuckers. You see? Look. And it's in his book. So. Look, right now, this is what you can do. This is not a joke. And this is what, uh, what Mike is talking about, pointing like Mike's sitting next to me. That's what Mike is talking about up there. <laughs> Right, you can literally—it's <laughs> like literally Hollywood Squares, bro. You can literally go outside 
and dig a fucking hole that's only a couple of feet deep and stretch plastic over it and put a rock in the center of it and push it down so it stays down all the way to the bottom of the hole and then wake up the next morning and there's going to be water in there that you can drink. And if you're worried about then filtering it, all you have to do is then take it and, and put plastic in the hole, put the water in the hole, put the plastic back over the top of it and let the sun bake on it, and the sun will evaporate the water to the plastic, and the plastic will then leak back down into the water, and it'll filter all the crap out of it, okay? That's not a joke. So you can literally just do that. You can take a piece of plastic and tie it around a plant. I take enough sugar, I recommend. A plant that has green leaves. Yeah. And leave it in the yep. sun, and it's well, well, and I think, water in there that you can drink. It's in my book. Well, and we're, I mean, we really keep that. If you're in the desert, green the desert, right? Like, and if you're in yeah, green, you have you're good. You've got you could you could really tap into some things. Yep. But greening the desert, meaning bring that whole ecosystem of like life, of moss, of algae, and of like the other the the, the alkaline and the acid together. Yep. And that's what I'm seeing, like learning, like the people that live in Arizona that are showing me, like he's making these runs that go like he's digging out trenches so he can make these ponds, and he's yep. got pigs, so he's like, okay, so I'm seeing how fast this is draining this little this little pool that pulls up on a wash, and right. it drains pretty fast. Like I can get water from it for a little bit. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna change the I'm gonna put it all. He's starting with shit, dude. Like he started with shit. nothing, seriously. And he's yeah. putting it at the bottom and then letting the pigs stomp on it, yep. making it their pen for yep. a while, and then letting water flood into it naturally, yep. and then it's going to create that whole swamp. It will. It'll create a swamp. Right, and, because and the, it, the yeah, I mean, that, and you've got the heat to combat all that, of so. the earth to where it's now going to be waterproof, and then you flood it, and it creates yep. a swamp. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. yep. Yeah, all of that. There's things you can do anywhere you're at. You just have to be able to tap into to natural resources. And be creative, right? Like, yeah, know how nature works. Don't That's why it's important to own a little piece of land the, or a big piece. The important thing is to learn where it, wherever it is you're trying to survive, learn what grows there, learn the cycle learn the environment. there. Yeah. Right. And once yeah. you get that down, you know, when it's going to rain, you know, when to sleep, you know, when to be awake, If you're living in a desert yeah. and it's 135 in the sun and in the daytime. Oh, it's pretty smart not to be outside in that kind of weather at that time. You want to find yeah. yourself. You shelter, know, like a greenhouse, right? you know and that's where underground you know comes into play. If you don't have a house yep. with an air conditioning, you need to carve yourself an underground so that you can go in there during the hot yep. the day and come out. At yeah. night. Oh, dude, they do that in Arizona, bro. Yeah, I was they do that down by the Mexican border, dude. I lived in Arizona for almost five years, and you have to know the, the territory. You have to know what's a floodplain. You can yep. think you're going to set up shop, and hey, I got this piece of land, and somebody sold right. it to you, and you, they didn't yep. tell you that they sold you a piece of land that's on the floodplain. It was a whole floodplain. Yep. Everything you yep. own is washed away, and, and you might they die. won't tell you these things. No, you have to but it down. is a floodplain. If as long as you got a little bit of that's not a floodplain, you can utilize that. Yes. And make it good for you. Like, but, this is really what Tesla was teaching. The water flow so also, that you collect it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. You, but you also have to understand what rights to your land you have. Because make sure, yes. if you do not have all rights Mineral to your rights, land, water rights, right, yeah. all of that stuff, that means <laughs> that they now have the power to, oh, well, we think this We're is going to come yard. in here and take it We're going to come dig up their shit. Right, and they can. Yeah, make sure you have your land so, free and clear with your water rights. You so, want at to least make a good sure deal. 
you have the right. We're learning this, man. We're learning this. Right? Which is why we are deciding to kind of take it a little bit slower. I mean, we're kind of pushed into it, which is fine. If you read my book, you don't Uh, We're digging it. (laughs) Yeah, you got to, you know, well, I knew a lot of that too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I've lived in campers. I've done this whole camping for a living thing. I've done, and yet I'm still finding, though, that it truly does come down to your priorities, the way you live, your lifestyle, um, yeah. how much you actually need to properly function. Because here's the thing. I could have the perfect little spot, but if I, if I can't properly move in it and it starts yeah. to constrain me in some way and cause me an issue yeah. a, at Denise all. Yeah, Denise brought up a good point. You she know, said um, that is what, what was good about uh, having kitchens in the basement years right, ago, along right. with the cellar, mm-hmm. no air conditioning needed, and that's true. Right. I mean, right. that's when you're be, when you're under the ground, when you're beneath the earth, that first layer is very cool. Even in yeah. the hottest of environments, you're basically yeah. putting yourself in a bubble underneath. I mean, yeah. where I come from, the, the scouts, or the scouts, or are it'll keep thing. you warm. But where I come from, they do this. Um, really? It's called the Klondike or, or something. I can't remember. But they, they go up on the on the hip mountains, which we're talking about, like, you know, nine ten thousand 10,000 feet. And they build these ice caves, and yep. they live in them for, like, a weekend. Yep. And they can do it. Like, they, they, have, they come back having fun, like, holy shit, this was cool. We built ice caves. If you get underneath, you're protecting yourself from the elements, which I'm telling you right now from living out as a nomad for a month and living in my truck, the wind is the worst fucking thing element yep. i mean the sun is bad wind you can get rain on amazing. remember but the wind oh my god it, it is like constantly forward but as far as the yeah. element you have to Trust deal with as a person that's the one that's bugging me most so far hold on y'all are saying that because y'all have wind as a big problem in your area i will tell you the biggest fucking problem is water rain because in this place, yeah. in a couple of years, a couple of years, I in, wish I had that it was the rainiest place. I had to find a solution to where rain wouldn't get through my fucking roof and down my walls. Water right, right. right. No, water really is a big one, too. I will. Yeah, you know well, what? I'll give you that too. Well, I'll give you that. They're all big. They're all big ones. Except for yeah. during monsoon season. Right, right. right. Depends on where but you I, live. I, I, but listen, you listen. In, you live in for a hurricane, which you're all, you're in that season. So you have to worry about it. You're in that hurricane area. Wind is still a bitch for you, dude. Because you still get hurricane weather. And that started by the wind. The wind is what is the perturbation for that. For the water, for the uh, for the for the uh, yeah, that's what pushes things forward, right? Well, moves things what, along. What, wind is unlearning. Wind is a forward. fucking powerful but, motherfucker. But no, yes, water what ultimately overall, as far as true true damage, yeah, that just damages shit. It, it does. Yes, I will give what, you. But what do you think the damage is guided? Who do you think guides the what, damage? What, right, right, right. Is, Which is uh, what I was just on. saying. Both of y'all, hush. What causes wind? It's called heat. Whenever you've got the sun that's heating things up, it will create certain high pressure. Whenever we've got low temperature, and this is a thing in Oklahoma. <laughs> but the low pressure is caused from cold. Low temperature. Not the sun. Yeah. It's caused from the opposite. Yeah, exactly. And right. that's what my grandparents And it blows wind, too. They yep. both do. <laughs> my grandparents. Me and, me and Leo live in the west, western regions. We know that that north and south wind fight all the time, oh, especially yeah. during the change of seasons. Yeah. There's a north and south wind, and I'm sure you've got the same thing. It's just different. 
Like we you're feeling right the same now. jet stream, Mike. Right but now, check this out. Okay? The cold. That's why sailors always. If you go north, you're gonna be. If you're gonna be cold, you go south, you're gonna be warmer. Yep, you go fucking right east, you're gonna be cold. You go west, you're gonna be a little bit warmer. In California, we just <laughs> a that was the temperature during the day was 65 degrees, and and and, and then it went up to right. 70, and it's and then at night it cools down to almost freezing, and right now is Wednesday. By Friday, the temperature outside right. today, the heater's kicking on. It's 65 degrees outside. By Friday, it's going to be 95 yeah. degrees. Why is that? Because the yeah, wind, we're, in your, we're in your state right now. Remember, bro. If the wind and the high-pressure system is going to be sitting right over the top of Northern California. And so because of that, this is what Aaron was talking about. Because of that, the low pressure system is pushed east and the high pressure system is sitting right here and it's going to come in as soon as it yeah. comes in. <laughs> There's a battle going on. Change of the seasons. There's a battle going on. Yep. It's a dance, actually. And that's stay really, it is. It's a dance. It's a beautiful dance. Will come back in. It's just, you know what, when I was in Arizona, it was the yep. same way. You know, you have to worry about that. If the high-pressure system sits too long, temperature just goes up. As soon as that moves away in a low-pressure yep. system, you can wait for that to happen because everything cools down. Here in Northern California, we and have again, this northern wind that shoots down from the top. If it, if it doesn't go across the nation and head towards New York, it shoots down and it hits us in, and then it continues. And sometimes it comes off of uh, the water from Hawaii. When that happens, it's warmer but it's more tropical, so it's it's uh, moist. So we get yeah. that, and that shoots in, right. and that also goes. But when we get and the wind does need to be there. there, you need a breeze, Arizona, bro. It's that's all. That's all the storm fronts that they push that run the the haboobs in Arizona. If you live in yeah. Arizona, you're going to figure out what that is. <laughs> that's a sandstorm that will start. And it rains in Arizona. Well, the thing July. is, it doesn't rain as I much in other places. Stuff. But so yeah. I'm looking in northern Arizona, dude, so I'll get 90s. That's what I'm getting. I'll get like a couple of days in 100 whatever, but I'm not going to Phoenix. Fuck all that middle, central. Like, I'm going closer to, I'm looking closer to New Mexico, like right on the border of New Mexico. Like Sholo and down further, like uh, Apache. Go north, go north, go to the mountains. So you're still up above um, the rim. So you're up above the rim, the what is it called, the tachyon rim or whatever. Right, right over there in the four corners and down below, like straight down the four corners, like just in Arizona. Think about that. Land, straight down to Mexico. But where you were talking about, that's yeah. the area where I was going to buy land. Up in, up in that area. St. Joseph's or whatever they call it. Corners, but a little bit west and south. <laughs> and, and everything, you know, trailing down from that until you get back into the desert. All of that area, I wanted to buy. Dude, I found one, but I would only go in with people on it, and you'd have two people would have to be silent partners. But I found one. It was like twenty-two-seven for sixty-six acres, dude, and it had a well that everybody could share. Yep. Yep. So there's but you can only ice. part it out. You can only parcel it. You don't have to go in like there. just with a partner. 20, you can only parcel grand? it out once. Yeah. Only let you parcel it once. Yeah. Twenty-two grand. Twenty-two seven, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Almost seriously. twenty-three. Nobody wants to. Yeah, dude. Land is going fucking cheap in Arizona right now, man. Arizona was like that. You just have to work the land. Expensive area for like I'm talking like ten, fifteen, twenty, sometimes more acreage for twenty thousand. No, it's like a thousand dollars an acre. And it's next. It's next to BLM land, which means you could just roam. Yeah, right. you can't think people don't want it. No one wants to move to the desert. They have this whole idea. I don't want to live in the desert. That's crazy. That's the desert. Because they're afraid of it. Because it's hard. Yeah. 
But you know, it's fucking. Beautiful. I'm just moving to another high desert like I did before. But yeah. but as you go south, there, the bro, sun gets hotter. Like I, I don't know what I don't know how to explain that. Listen, if you're going there, look into the mesquite tree and look into the into the hickory tree. Both of those trees. Yeah, mesquite. I'm looking at uh, the juniper. Wherever the juniper, the juniper grows, those grow wild. Juniper, and, where I'm at. Yeah, but you got to look into the other ones. Grow a bean, okay, on the tree. Both the mesquite and the and the uh, yeah. uh, the other one grow a bean on there. Everybody just leaves and lets die. Okay, and the Native Americans taught all the the Americans when they were going across the Southern Plains to get to the to the West Coast. They taught them as they were losing food yeah. after they left Texas and they were all starving. They taught them that there's the these mesquite trees and hickory trees that grow this green bean that looks like peas, right? It's like a pea pod with three or four or five peas in it. You can take that and cook it like a green bean and eat it, or you can break it open like peas and cook those and eat those. If you let them dry out, which they naturally do, nice. and fall off the tree, if you pick those up and you mill them and turn them into flour, it's, it is sweeter. It is, it is a, like, looks like natural wheat. It's that tan color. It's sweeter and has a thousand times more vitamins than wheat. But the only reason that America never cultivated this stuff, which is, is wild, in the southwestern desert of the United States, from Texas, oh, Texas all the way to California, from Wyoming, all the way down to Mexico better. and into Mexico. The only reason that the yeah, Americans the didn't trees. cultivate that and turn it into wheat was They're because we like already had the wheat fields in the east and nobody wanted to all – the, all the robber barons owned all the wheat fields. And they were like, no, we're not going to be changing over to a uh, something that's gluten-free naturally. And that is uh, that is a hundred times better for you. It's like the moringa oleifera tree, uh, only it, it's growing naturally in the desert of the United States. Nobody wanted to change over to that. The only people who use it now are yuppies. They put it in their drink. If you go to Jamba Juice, they have that as something you could put in as an energy kicker in your drink. People don't realize that it's better for you. You can make everything you make out of right you cake, pies. Pizza, dough, bread, everything that everyone makes out of wheat. Yeah. And it's a hundred well, times. And that's the whole you. thing. Like I, I was telling you, like it, wherever you're at, wherever you're at what, in the world, right? utilize what, what, what is, is indigenous that to that area. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking like, okay, I'm going to be in the low desert. and It's, it's called the Mojave. See, Julie said, Honey, but it's actually the Sonoran Desert. It's just not. It's a, but anyway, being able to grow like agave, I don't think I can grow agave, but I can grow, um, what are they called? No, aloe, you can grow aloe, but no, I'm thinking it's not a cactus. In northern, in that area, you can grow, god damn it, what are they called? They're really expensive vegetables. You're talking about the avocado? Artichokes. 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 Artichokes and you know what I'm really, I, I can grow citrus trees. And dates, and I can peanut. grow a lot of things indigenous no, to that area that people can't get, like because of embargoes across the country, right? Or the, the world, right. I can grow things there in the desert similar that I can grow across the world that have similar climates. And I want, I want to grow exotic things and like normal things, but exotic things that are that are indigenous there, to certain there, areas. Therein lies the rub. It's the value added. Asparagus grows wild out there in the area in the Sedona. Yes, yes, gotta have value. Even in Utah. Yeah. You can grow peanuts. You can grow. Uh, uh, you can grow avocados. You can grow. Um, uh, yes. Uh, I just said what, what the hell is the other one? Um, not, uh, uh, you just said that. Uh, Coyote. No. 
Oh, yeah, you can grow that too. But you can grow agave there. Well, it might be too far north because it gets freezing there. But so Right. That's a little there, bit north. It's a little too cold. Yeah. Juniper, but you know what? I think peyote actually grows in the cold, that cold high desert. I think yes, it does. that's yeah. where you but find the, it. But the, that's but where the you find agave, it. you actually have to grind it under a two-ton stone in order to get the stuff out for tequila. So I wouldn't necessarily. Damn, dude. Oh, it takes, it takes a lot. I went, I went, I have Mike's expertise if you get into that. Went, You're going to have went, him come down and fucking I went to a tequila factory, which is why uh, eventually I will be off. See, and Julie says rhubarb also. Rhubarb also grows wild in the dead. She said rhubarb is awesome. Poisonous, but not. Oh my god, I never, that just came up. I learned that one from my grandparents. Yeah, see, Julie said, Yes, I lived in the, the roots and the, the red part is nine not nine years. I was a plant specialist for a bit, so yes, yeah, so she, yeah, holy shit. Agave makes good soap. Yeah, you like can make seriously. soap out of, out of oil, right? Soap is a byproduct. You make diesel fuel. Agave oil, makes an excellent sugar. Out of oil. Sweetener. Oil, makes an excellent tequila. Buy, the leftover thing of doing that is soap. If you take, literally, you can go take Chinese food, take the oil that they're going to throw away. Or McDonald's or, or anywhere where they yep. have a deep fryer and they're going to throw that oil away. Take that oil, and, and there's only two chemicals. It's in my book. There's only two chemicals you throw in there, and it creates one biofuel, is which is basically one diesel. Them, and damn, you just show your book. Hold on, I'm gonna feature you. Hold on, hold on, hold on, dude. Hold on, I gotta figure this out. Show your book and talk about it. Hold on, let me let me figure it out. What's going on here? Hold on, Aaron, shut up. In 2000, how do I do that? I set up. Leo, keep talking. Leo, just talk. And show your book, dude. Show your book. I'm showing my book. There we go. We need to link on Amazon to find it. What's that? Yeah, you got to talk or take over the talking. <laughs> right. So, guys, I'll just talk and you'll get, you'll get this. On you'll Amazon, get, yeah. you get it on Kindle so you don't have to buy the hardcover book, right? Um, you can get it on Kindle for like five bucks, right? I'm not greedy. Uh, if I was greedy, I would have been promoting this on every show. I would have been doing exclusive shows on that, right? But it's, it's for beginners and it tells you all the things we're talking about here. It doesn't tell you how to do everything. It tells you how to find that information because there's some stuff. That I don't tell you how to do because if you do it wrong and you hurt yourself, I'm not having you sue me when it's in my, <coughs> in my book. So, but you it, and you, if you're gonna do something, yeah, your best friend yeah. is. If you're gonna do something, you're gonna do it. You're gonna you're gonna learn your own path. But these are these are guidelines well, that will. They're, they're like more like well, fundamentals. You need the I fundamentals of how to survive. The biggest thing I say to you in this book is that you have to, and Aaron said this before, and so did Mike, you have to decide, and so did Norma, you have to decide what it is you can and can't live with and without in the area that you're That's in. That's right. Okay, and you have to, and, and Aaron was talking about this, and so was Mike, you have to adapt to the area you live. <clears throat> so you have to look around and say, what grows? When I moved and to Arizona, you grew up there, even better. My buddy said, my good friend who I, we're still friends, we've been friends for more than 35 years. He says, you better start stocking up on MREs because if the world gets shitty, you're going to die out there in the middle of that desert, bro. Your MREs are going to run out. you got to make sure this book that freaked me out. And I said, I better learn how to survive in a desert. And I was, after I learned, I called him up and said, dude, when the world gets shitty, you're going to fucking die because you live in a city where they don't have nothing grows. I live in a desert where there's so much shit that grows wild out here. You can't starve to death unless you're dumb. That's the truth of it. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, really don't have the wherewithal to say, what do I need to survive in the area that I live in? 
and then look that up. I tell people how to survive in a city, in a major city. You know what the best place is? And I'll tell you this right now. If the world gets shitty, I don't give a fuck where you live. If you live in fucking downtown L.A., when the world gets shitty, everybody's going to be running out of the city. and They're going to be running to the stores and raping all the stores. Right. And the best thing you could ever do yep. is go to a fucking mobile home park. You know why? Because people live there for 20 and 30 years and they plant fucking trees. They plant avocados. They plant oranges. They plant apples. They plant everything. And then they have, they fucking make corn and they have berries and they grow all this shit in their backyard. You know why? I know this. For 10 years, I worked for a fucking slumlord that owned most of the mobile home parks in the greater fucking West Coast of the United States. And I traveled around to everywhere in the whole fucking state of California and some of the places in Nevada. And everything is the same in every fucking mobile home park, including that one guy that wears a fucking Speedo that shouldn't. The fat lady who shouldn't be wearing a Speedo that does. They have different names and they come from a different place. But guess what? All the characters are the same, okay? But when you go to these places, they have food. The best place you can go is to a neighborhood that's been there for 30 years because people grow shit in their fucking backyards. Okay, so that is where you're going to get your food. And so those people know what they're doing. They planted stuff because why? Most of them are old. And when they were kids, they planted things because that's what we used to do in this country. If you're born before the age, uh, you know, before the year uh, 1975 or after the year 1975, you have no idea what I'm talking about. If you were born in an area, you might have your grandparents with your grandparents' house. You know what I mean? So, so, but if you were born in the 80s, you probably never see, saw any of that and don't know that it ever existed in this country. Right. See, and that's just it. it. It does go back to primarily like our grandparents' yep. era. I, I realized I realized this because even my, my mom, okay, and her siblings and just watching from that era forward to through how I've grown up and like going forward and just watching the patterns go. Right. There was a certain way that though that truly actually made the American dream, right? Convenience became this programmed um, necessity through wars and through trying to make it equal uh, through equality, right? So so through pre-programmed ideology and realities happening in the world, um, they were able to manipulate the whole way we see uh giving us a vision that's not our own right they kept giving us and feeding us a Um, vision that's not our own and i I feel like through through those initial wars uh many many of the women left behind saw that and yes they worked lands and they worked jobs and they the ones beforehand worked the lands, right, and understood. The but we, they were also used to it. They're like, "Yeah, this is the way it is." Like, and that's what we're getting. And like, mm-hmm. this is yeah. the way it is. We live, and that's the what's great about the human spirit is we know how to live in certain conditions. Right, and but when you bring in certain ideologies and equalities that we have to fight for, right? Like, there's why should we be fighting for this if we're all fucking living this reality? And this is the way this reality works. Why are we fucking fighting and arguing? Oh, because someone wants to take control of another being. Well, let's no one do that because that's not fucking let's cool. Have our own are expression. we not like all free here? Yep. Uh, why? Why are we? Why are you know? You can have your opinion. And understand the cycles that, that, that happen that are going on right now. But understand the, the cycles yeah. that are. 
just and I think that's I've always known that, but I've never realized it to the level or the extent I have until I've been out on the road in a, in a car, like in a suburban. It's not a car. Like I'm not living in a fucking you know little Toyota Corolla. And we have like it's, she's beautiful. We, what do we name her? What do we name her? Fuck, I can't remember. Anyway, um, Night Rider, the Midnight Rider. That's that's what we named her because she is a badass. She has her quirks. But that's what I'm saying. Like, there's, I know there's many people out there that will watch this this uh, podcast or listen to it and relate to where we're at. Like, we're experiencing it, and we're going to film it no matter in the good and the bad and the ugly. I mean, of course, you're not going to see our worst because why would I show that on camera? But right, right. you're I mean, going to see our like journey. You're going to see parts of our journey. Unless it's pertinent to the action. No, journey. just because I'm being honest. I mean, like, why would I, why I totally would I do fucked that? up this build, and like, I just brought yeah, you two I mean, weeks into it. I am going there's to There's times we get in fights, but I'm not going to, like, get see, on a... I'll let you see that. Yeah. You know what I mean? We want to sh- show you the experience, yeah. a new experience we're going through. Right. And I'm, I'm learning to go back to where, when I was, like, 10 or before that, to relate to my survival skills. Like, or, or am I, like, before I actually reached, like, what they so-called manhood, right? That's what I'm going back to. Like, I'm, re- it's not reverting. It's actually, actually, I think we ascend and first. And a lot of the and then Native cultures because in of all the our area lived that way. And then we have so to learn to ascend again. It's more natural to the area in which you grew up in and the way they handled things. We called it different things because we took over a lot of things. But it, he, he came in. Well, we forgot a you lot. Know, we forgot a well, lot. Well, because things. here's the thing: things became too convenient. Yeah. And suddenly, it seemed as though we didn't see it happening. Like it just, we gradually came into this point where we needed things to be fucking easier. And thank God, this easier thing came out. Right. But uh, easier isn't always better. Boom. No, it's not. I'll trade Easier's harder for never free. really better. You just think it is, right? Because because there's a price that you pay, and then you give that's up. Exactly. You give exactly. up your ability to do that for yourself. That's that's yep. exactly what these guys are saying right now. But you give up the ability objective. to do it for yourself. Their objective is exactly that. Yeah. In order to make things easier for you, you will depend on the system because it is cheaper to yes. buy a McDonald's hamburger than what it right. is to go to your supermarket, buy organic beef, and make your own fucking hamburger. It is right. cheaper yeah. for you to get an iFood, whatever the fuck it is that you need to fill your belly because you're bored and tired than to actually go out and fucking wait three goddamn months in order to have the fucking food that you're going to need later on with planning. Which was right. required 150 years ago. Today, right. people and the can problem with that, though, 12 hours a day. The problem with that is that you go system. and you buy this cheap ass food, and it's cheap ass food. It's not even like Mike yeah. was saying. If you go to the store, you get your own your own organic meat. But if you go to fucking one of these fast food restaurants, you're not getting organic meat. In some of these restaurants, you don't even know if you're getting fucking beef. Oh, okay? dude, seriously. Because yeah. I'm still guilty of the fast meat. food they call thing. It a meat product. Taco Let me Bell tell you what. Meat, meat product. They don't even call it meat. Yeah, exactly. Okay? Meat you're, product. you're getting something. Like cheese, dude. Find it on cheese. Better American than meat. cheese. That's yeah, sad, meat. dude. Like, what cheese. the fuck American is American cheese is not even real cheese, dude. No, it's not. like a product of cheese. Yeah. It's like, let's water down some cheese with some shit that will just work. I'm not entirely It's like got eating it. margarine. Dude. It's, it's the same things. thing. Yeah. Like, it was made for people that are out in the field. And, and you know what? We can, we'll use those because. They keep longer. 
right. We're in the desert. No we have to survive yeah. on them. But you know what? There's much better options, especially if you're in the city. Right. And if you can make these and learn how to make these from, from dairy My or, or from goat's milk or like whatever other milk we're going to bring it back right to the... There's plenty of things that give milk. And you know, you want to just... All you're doing is creating more and more to survive without a system Aaron, you have Aaron. to go to. Exactly. Aaron, one of the things that I wanted to bring to the family farm, which we actually make wheat and winter wheat. Okay, that's one of the things that the family yeah. farm in Oklahoma does. Now, one of the things that my grandparents always did was they could give a fuck all about the news, but they would watch it for 15 minutes until they got to the weather. Yeah. And then in Oklahoma, when you saw yeah. the weather, then they would watch that, and then they would turn everything the fuck off and go to sleep. Yeah, it didn't matter Why? after that. We didn't know what the weather because was going to be. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. fuck nothing of it. None of it yeah. fucking matters unless you see the weather. And so I watched right. weather patterns in Oklahoma every fucking night and yep. you get I used to, to do that learn. when i was working outside i would just watch the weather report i didn't give a fuck about what else was going on i needed to know what the weather was going to be like tomorrow to know what i was going to be up against when i went outside to work right exactly. so i didn't what they would, that's the what, truth of it you what don't they would, care what they would look at is what uh what winds would be blowing in if it was yeah. going to be humid or if it was going to be dry because if it came up from the gulf it was yes. going to be humid. If it came down from yes. the polar regions, it was going to be cold and dry. Yep. Yep. And so you paid attention to the weather patterns to know yep. whether or not you were going to collect or harvest, or maybe it's going to be too fucking muddy, or anything else that would actually happen on the farm. And so they always watched the weather. And in getting into that, I actually forgot the main point of what I actually wanted to get into, which is the fact that we are completely dependent on a system which gives us all the commodities, facilities, and, and being able to be just whatever you want. Everything's yep. done for you by the yeah. system. They want yep. you to depend right. on the system. Yep. So as long as yes. we can't do necessarily cheese, because, dude, I've been to Switzerland. That shit's fucking tough to make. Yes. Motherfucker, yes. you ain't going to make cheese by raising a goddamn Yes, it is tough to make, but it just takes it just, it just it's tedious, bro. It's not that tough. It's not that tough. It's not yeah, that it's not tough, that but focus your time and your energies on what you need to survive. Yeah. If you can make the things that you survive on great, and you can right. also make cheese from goat's milk, fucking fantastic. But yeah. focus on making sure. Because right now we can, but I'm just saying, learning, learning to like, learning how to survive in style, bro. Because we're not just surviving; we want to go above that and be able to do it from raw land or wherever we're at, and make it work. But we all have our taste. I mean, I like to have good cheeses. I like to have some wine. I love tequila. I love certain tastes in this world that do help you not just survive, but be able to survive in a nomadic way or a way that's out in the boondocks. Enjoy, right? enjoy survival. And, and thrive and enjoy your life. Enjoy yes. Survival. Yes. Yep. It's just yep. it's not enough to eat like uh, the Germans did back in 1930, you know, a bunch of, of, of fucking potatoes because they had nothing else to fucking eat. Or the yeah, Irish. Like the Irish took, right. took, took, <laughs> but the Irish survive on tomatoes. Making it comfortable. That's why you don't go mad and kill yourself, dude. Yeah. 
Well, see, yeah. the thing is, you have to have a certain level of survival. Yes, the tequila is great. However, it all starts with the skills to survive. You have to learn you the will. skills to survive. Well, for example, for example, right. um, you will have to grow a goat or or make a goat grow to a point where they will be able to reproduce. And if they have uh, calves or whatever uh, kids, which is baby goats. Then they will start to produce milk. At that point, you will start to extract the milk from the goat. After that, you will treat the milk and turn it into butter and churn it. And you will churn it even right. more to make it something that can actually be sustainable. But you can't actually eat that. You have to actually put that into storage for another six to nine months in order to ferment and become the cheese that we so enjoy it's a long fucking process and whenever i was a kid i always tried to learn every single step long and winding road brother <laughs> so whenever we and well and that's meat meat as well like being able to cure meat and actually wait for it to cure it's all about like getting it to that point where you you can you, cannot, you have to keep you're keeping cycling it you so you kill no, you, you don't get out. Kill a cow and eat you can get yourself in those cycles of like so I'm not gonna run out. I have to run to the store and spend like fifty or sixty dollars in gas to go to fucking to the store because I'm out in the middle of nowhere. And being able to like self be sustainable without having to go to those places as much. And I'm learning that at a micro level of like. Holy shit, I'm going to spend a lot of gas if I have to go to town. And I need that money to build. Make it yourself. Absolutely. Right? All right, guys, right. I'm going to have to go at 6 o'clock, so I'm going to have to jet. So you guys, have a, you guys have a great night. I mean, I'll continue on with uh, what's going on. I'll see too, you guys. Man. I'll be doing a show. Yeah, we can, we can do with this right now. Check in on Friday. For those of you who got here just now, Friday at 11 a.m., Ancient Aliens Worldwide, the group on Facebook, go there. You'll see the show that we're going to be doing. I'm also going to be live on my show at 4 p.m. because uh, that one's at 11. We're only doing two hours, and then I'll come back live on at 4 o'clock. Uh, as usual, uh, I'll be back on uh, the air there. And I'll be talking about this a little bit more as well and talking about this book, my second book as well, How to Get Out of Debt, Surviving in the 21st Century. Right. So and you guys can get those. Like I said, there. I just get them on Kindle, man. They're they're there. You can get them on on any audio book place for like five yep. bucks. Do that. These these right now, I don't know if I even have these still in print. You could probably find copies in used bookstores, but I don't know if I have those in print still. Right. But this one is in print. You guys can get this one everywhere. Orion Rising. All right. I got to go. Uh, I got the, the Warriors are in the playoffs. They're going to be starting in about a half hour. I got to do dinner take for care mom. Of your mom. Uh, so you guys. <laughs> Right, you guys have a great night. All right, have a good one. Learn to survive and survive. We're gonna sign off now. Um, yes, and thrive, survive right. and thrive. Learn how to survive and thrive. Yes. We'll see you Enjoy next week. Have a great week. Love you all. Enjoy That's your right. life. Thanks, everybody. Much love, y'all.